Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, an actual play podcast. Every episode microplot is a complete adventure with a beginning and an end that fits into the overarching macroplot of the whole season. Because they stand sturdily on their own, you can listen to these adventures in any order and can skip the ones you don't enjoy. Today we are playing the combat mechanics from a game called Resolute Second Edition. It's our first time playing, so we are probably going to make some mistakes. If you enjoy these mechanics, you can find the game at DriveThruRPG. Just search for Resolute Second Edition. Build your own character and play a game. Speaking of uh, games playing with your friends, today we're joined by Barbara. Hey everyone, I'm Barbara Anjali. I'm a centaur. I have teal hair and I have some potions. And then for me playing Barbara, I've got this bingo checklist thing like a bingo card but it's got vocab words on it from the movie clueless that i watched in preparation for playing this character and anytime someone in the movie clueless said a phrase like hagsville that i don't use in my common vernacular i wrote it down and i'm gonna try to use it in the game <laughs> oh joy <laughs> we're joined by cal Hello, Cal is a bird person. He is a mild-mannered HR manager, and he has his alter ego, which I'm sure everybody has knows it by now, so I'm just going to come out and say it. He's super crud. You're welcome. <laughs> he dresses in, in his uh, mild-mannered <clears throat> form in a black pinstriped suit with a red tie and a white shirt. And he has a mustache because apparently one of the his guildmates keeps getting confusing him with super crud. So he had to put in a fake mustache, which is just a worm, which is alive. <laughs> and he has not eaten it. <laughs> and in his alter ego, he uh, wears spandex with his underwear on the outside with a big C on his chest and a cape. We are also joined by Chico. Well, hi there. Nice to meet you. I'm Chico Barrett. I'm a three foot, four inch desert cottontail rabbit folk. Got tan fur, white chin and belly, orange paws, and I'm wearing a cotton shirt with denim overalls, straw hat, and I got a backpack filled with straw. All right. So you all are sitting in the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild Hall. Um, as your characters know, uh, the river Emu that flows through Nicomoy has become undrinkable. Uh, it People that approach it uh, are getting uh, hydrophobia and are just afraid to drink the water. So the city of Nicomoy has uh, started doing water handout programs for uh, the population to try to get people, you know, drinking clean water. Anybody that doesn't have access to a well is reliant on the city. But because of that, uh, crime around water has skyrocketed. Um, so the city has actually hired the fire-breathing kittens uh, to offer some security to one of these water drop-offs. Uh, it takes place this afternoon at uh, the Central Park in the city. And uh, that is where we pick up our adventure. So you guys are at the Guild Hall. Um, <clears throat> it's not till this afternoon, so you can uh, either head straight there or do other things before we get started depending on what you guys want to do chico is really excited because now he's thinking oh man i can finally be the hero I, i've got that suit and be a hero just like like uh like uh bat moth told me i could be 
This is great. I can't wait. Cal is finishing up a lecture in the corner. And that's why you do not touch them there. Got it? I got it. I won't do it again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you're new. And it's forgivable, but you do it again, I'm going to have to write you up. And I don't okay. want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Barbara, what did he do? Why is he yelling at you? We we're, Nope. It's not between you and her, unless are you the victim? No. Then it's not your, you don't need to know. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, do better, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> so as uh, Cal is giving a sensitivity training course at uh, the Fire Breathing Kittens, um, you guys hear a rumbling outside as if some sort of engine is running and chico this these engines sound kind of familiar to you oh man are those steam steam powered uh race cars like like uh from that one race i was with with all my friends and fire breathe the kittens this sounds like fun i want to check it out so, so you're go going out outside mm-hmm. okay um as you get outside uh you see some familiar vehicles uh peeling around the corner in front of fire breathing kittens um they they are some of the same cars that you raced against in trichomoy drift ah and they seem to be headed in the general direction of the city park okay um chico is gonna run back in and say hey everyone there's some um some criminals in these big old vehicles and they're heading towards the city park I bet they're up to something no good. We got to stop them. Well, for those of you that didn't hear Trichomoy Drift early in the season, they're not huge cars. These are driven by goblins and small folks by and large. So these are like, think like Toadstool driving in Mario Kart kind of cars mostly. Mm. They are not huge vehicles. Although I guess some of them can fit up to four raccoons in them. So... <laughs> I figured they were big monster trucks that a bunch, like a whole army of goblins were driving. That's not how I pictured. I pictured it as huh. a like, kind of like maybe like a like as a Hummer for goblins. They're not very huge, almost like a little kid car. But I'm the DM, so they're like uh, either way. <laughs> they're oh, about the size of those Barbie jeeps. <laughs> <laughs> and Chico's like they're huge. They're monstrous. <laughs> and there's just maybe you guys, everyone can look outside see them. They're making a lot of noise, I'd imagine. They sound like they're huge, but... They do go very fast. They're so fast, they're going to hurt someone. <laughs> when things go fast, I want to run with them. Like, if you've ever taken off on your bike with your pet dog, or, like, with your horse next to you, they'll match your speed. Can I chase after them? Um, so Chico runs inside. Did you run out with Chico or are you waiting for Chico to come in and tell you guys what's going on? I imagine my desire to leave the situation with Cal is high and I might have been outside <laughs> like already. Uh, okay. Um, then yeah, let's, we, we can, you can run after them. Um, let me pull up. Yeah. Uh, it will be a contested speed roll. Um, because you're a little bit behind. Behind 
I'm going to give them a higher rank than they normally get in speed because they've got a little bit of a head start on you, but your, with your speed, it shouldn't be a problem. So go ahead and roll a speed roll for me, which is going to be a 2d6 plus... What is your speed? Plus seven. Plus seven. <laughs> Ooh. So your speed is real, real fast. Twelve. Twelve. And they got... Okay, um, so you caught up to them. You are now running beside um, one of their vehicles. What hey, guys, would you like what's to the do? buzz? They kind of look over at you, and they're very shocked that there's this presumably beautiful centaur, very fashionably dressed, running right next to their... Um, running right next to them, and... They kind of shoot you a weird look and try to veer away from you because they don't know what exactly is going on with this. Hello. <laughs> you go, what, what, what do you want? <laughs> I just love hauling ass, don't you? <laughs> yeah, hauling ass is fun. You, you're hauling a lot of ass, sweetie. <laughs> and they high five each other. <laughs> oh, um... So where are we headed? Where are you headed, honey? <laughs> oh, they're creepy. Yeah, they're they're yeah. goblins. They're they're in a biker gang. They're not the they're not upstanding citizens. Uh, but Cal told me to stop kicking people. <laughs> no, he told you to stop touching people there. So I can kick yeah. them elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna be like as if. And then I stop running because it's not good to attack random people. And then I go back to the guild hall. They speed off around the corner looking a little relieved that you didn't kick their car seeing as you are bigger than their vehicle is. <laughs> yeah, it's a horse person versus a Barbie car. <laughs> Barbie versus Barbie car. <laughs> yeah, I head back to the guild hall and I'm like, they reek. And according to lore, goblins actually do stink. So that is... Not an untrue statement. All right, I hit like six. I'm going to put the bingo card down for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive in the first couple of minutes, I have to say. <laughs> the more I do now, the less I have to look at that later. <laughs> Knock it out as soon as you can. Then you can relax. So is there anything you guys want to do before uh, the security detail starts? Well, if they're preparing to send us over to deal with those criminals, I'm going to... I, I gotta get changed. I gotta get into my super my crime fighting outfit. And Chica goes into a closet and he starts to put on his little little cotton onesie, like crocheted cotton onesie he got from Batboth. It's a yellow onesie with a red R emblazoned on the chest for rabbit. Is this your first time wearing that costume? No, I've Chico has tried multiple times to be a great superhero but it never like there was one time he wore it for an extra protection and he just looked like he was wearing pajamas and eating popcorn <laughs> it wasn't even there wasn't even danger he was just wearing in pajamas <laughs> so this is the first time he's like yes finally okay <laughs> all right uh, is there a mask that's included in that or is your face just still chico my face is still chico i just look okay. like a i just look like a rabbit wearing yellow pajamas with a <laughs> With a, okay. it looks like a like a bat your typical Batman Halloween costume you see a little mm -hmm. kid wearing. That's okay, pretty I'm much what Chico's it. wearing. I'm digging it. All right. 
Um, minus the mask. Yeah, mm-hmm. minus the mask. But surprisingly, <laughs> it's enchanted to actually give defense a bit of defense. Okay. Because that was that was something that was hinted at in previous adventures when he'd wear it. Anytime he'd have some kind of armor or some special whatever, and he'd be wearing it, it was because it was like magically enchanted to give extra armor or evasion or something. So there is a bit of mechanical use to the outfit. It's, it's just never come up because, like I said, <laughs> it's usually like, oh, this this is a mission. I'm going to wear it this time and something we're going to get into a fight. And then it's like, oh, popcorn. Ooh, popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, you guys make it to the uh, city park. No problem. Um, there is a very small police presence there. And as in. There is one police officer, and it is uh, Bridget Hawk, who, uh, Chico, you will remember as the uh, the inspector who was there for you guys in uh, Trichamoy Drift. Hmm. Um, she's in her wheelchair. Uh, she is sort of doing a perimeter walk, uh, making sure that the people are all staying in line and acting orderly as they are... Uh, getting in line to get their water allotment for the day. Um, just to give you an idea of what it looks like, the park, think kind of a central park in New York City. It's a big open space. Um, for the water, they've kind of cordoned off an area in uh, barricades, but it's still kind of fields around it a little bit. Um, and there's a long line of people to get water. Uh, and you guys have been hired to do security for it, so... What do you guys, how are you planning on providing that security? Standing at the spout looking mean and menacing. Uh, Chico okay. will um, go into high, will look around, know that bad guys are coming. So he's going to actually go into hiding. So you're blending in with the crowd or like I'm hiding in the bl- trees? Hiding in like the bushes, the trees. Okay. But you're in a yellow onesie. But yeah. I'm a ninja <laughs> wearing a yellow onesie. Have you ever seen a ninja in a onesie in a tree? Perfect camouflage. (laughs) And I've got decoys. You see scarecrows start popping around. So lots of yellow onesies. Yep. (laughs) Lots of scarecrows wearing yellow onesies. They'll never know. (laughs) And uh, Barbara, what are you doing? Handing out water, like physically handing it to people. Okay. Um, So as you guys are doing that, Bridget kind of... As she does her her circuit, she comes back over to you guys. She rolls up. She's like, "Chico, I see you up in that tree. You, you keep up there. You get a good you get a good vantage point from up there." Uh, pleased to meet y'all. My name's Bridget Hawk. Uh, I, I understand you're all from the Fire Breathing Kittens. You 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 providing security for us today, right? Miss Bridget Hawk, I'm over here. <laughs> her attention gets turned to like inside of a bush. There's another. There's another rabbit creature in there. The one in the tree is a scarecrow. Oh, that decoy. You're, you're good at that, Chico. Yep, you just got to make the decoy stand out more than me. <laughs> but I, I wanted y'all to be on the, the lookout for the uh, Grizz Whistlefizz and his gang. That you know he We arrested him back at the, with his street racing, but he's out on the streets again, and I'm afraid he's involved in this water stealing. What a name. Yes, he is a, a goblin named Grizz Whistlefizz. Um, Chico, you'll remember that uh, he murdered Bridget's partner. Mm-hmm. And he was arrested at the end of uh, Trichamoy Drift. Um, but it seems he's back on the streets. 
Mm-hmm. Boy, they don't sentence you very much at all for murder, do they? Well, when you get a high-powered, slippery attorney like he got, he gets off on technicalities, but I got my eyes on him now. Hmm. Wouldn't it be better if you, like, didn't mess up being a cop and, like, followed the rules and you couldn't let criminals out with your technicalities? I mean, hey, have some water. Here you go. Barbara, sensitivity. Sensitivity. <laughs> well, it wasn't the cops. It was the it was the attorneys filed the wrong paperwork, didn't check a box or something. She rolls away. She's very muttering under her breath about My paperwork. And... <laughs> That's not the attorney's job. <laughs> oh, by the way, so I'm going into stealth. Could I go ahead and roll for stealth? Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I've got a 16 total. Okay. Um, just so you know, in in this game, uh, one of the things they talk about is a static seven, which for most things that are unopposed, it's just a rate like for for hiding. Unless someone is actively looking for you, it's if you roll above a seven, you're gonna do it. But because you guys are high enough level. Basically, unless someone is actively looking for you or scanning the area, you are you are going to be hidden because you're a high enough level person because you can't get below a seven. Mm. Right? You have plus six on yours, don't you? Plus seven. Plus seven. So yeah, there's unless someone's looking for you, you will be hidden. Or unless someone's like actively scanning the area, you will be hidden. And the book says that after plus five, you get a plus five in stealth, you can technically say you're you can have invisibility at that point. I wouldn't necessarily call it invisibility. I'd just say hidden in plain sight. I'm so plain that I'm just (laughs) invisible. They were looking for me. And I play that out as I have all these decoy scarecrows that I just kind of look like a normal scarecrow. Works for me. All right. So um, are any of you outside of the barricades? Are you all performing security inside of the... The cordoned off area. I'd say inside. And all yeah, my guess- decoys are inside as well. Just all over the place. Barbara is giving out water and Cal is standing in front looking menacing. Yeah, we're all inside. Okay. Um, so you guys hear that rumbling again. And it's it's not in the park. It seems to be outside of the park. Jake, are you hungry like- again? Uh, not, not today. I've, I've eaten quite light today, but I've, but I'm not hungry today at all. Um, it seems like there's a lot more rumbling than what drove by, uh, the guild hall. It seems like there's a lot more vehicles out there than were previously seen. I'm just wondering if I sat on a Barbie Jeep, could it keep rolling? (laughs) That's what's going through my head at the moment, but you guys, yeah, just keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Go give it a try. I'm imagining a horse with all of its legs scrunched into a little Barbie Jeep. Yeah, those Jeeps are going to be her roller skates. <laughs> Is it William Osman, I think, who has the the YouTube video where he like tries to Barbie Jeep to the store or something like that? And after two miles of going like one mile per hour, he's like, oh, God, what have I done? Because like, they just don't move very fast slash at all with humans like of... 200 poundish weight i'm a 1400 pound centaur you guys i don't think little goblin car is gonna anyway we'll see what happens that's why you need four of them (laughs) 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 um so are you guys doing anything when you hear the rumbling are you just noting it keeping a watchful eye 
mm-hmm. making sure these citizens are safe. Are there citizens outside the perimeter? Like I'm guessing lined up. Ye- lined up, yes. And people who have already gotten their water are leaving. I see. Well, the job is to guard the water. So why would we go anywhere else? It's a fair point. Um, so Chico, you said you're watching from up in the tree, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as people leave the park, they are getting stopped by the Rusty Gear Gang, and their water is getting taken from them. It's time for me to swoop into action. About am I about would nine units of measure or nine units of movement be close enough for me to get in there? Yes. Okay, cool. I'd like to teleport there and then attack if I can do that all in one turn. I forget how much of an action teleporting is. If Yeah, I would say you can do that because there's been no one combat started yet. Mm-hmm. So I would say, yeah, you could travel, at, not exactly as a free action, but since they don't know you're going to engage them, yeah, you could get there and start a fight before they know what's going on. Mm-hmm. As I see them taking the water, Chico teleports in he leaves a scarecrow behind in the bushes where he was sitting and then he teleports over there and he looks inconspicuous with all the scarecrows he's got around except this one's a lot closer now and then he's going to come out and he's going to throw a carrot at the first perpetrator that started give me your water or whoever um so then we i will say you'll get a free round of combat since you are starting the combat and then we will uh, figure out turn order after that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go um, ahead so, and roll for my throwing attack, a ranged attack, throwing okay. a carrot. And do you want to talk 13. out loud? you want to tell what you're doing so that the listeners can know the uh, mechanics we're using? Mm-hmm. So I'm using one of my abilities called ranged weapon. I put six into that skill, so... Um, all these abilities require a roll of 2d6 plus whatever the, um, whatever your rank in that ability is. So roll 2d6 plus six, got 13 total to hit. And their evade is going to be seven. Ooh, direct you hit. Said, you got a 13 total? <laughs> yes. All right. So you hit them and it will, it will add six to your damage roll which Ooh. you will roll next because you officially hit them. Now you're going to roll your damage and they're going to roll their uh, mm-hmm. toughness or their absorption. So the extra that I do over their evasion is added to the damage? It Yes, you'll add that to okay. your damage and they will wow. see how much they soak up. Because I've actually put into an ability called accuracy and I've got six points in that, which adds that rank to my damage as well. And I've got accuracy six. So I'd roll 2d6 plus 6 plus mm-hmm. 6. Plus, so. Yep. And that'll be the damage ideal. That's and then they'll subtract their uh, toughness from it, which is how much they'll soak up. Mm-hmm. So 18 from that care throw. Okay. They got a 12 for their toughness. So a 24 would do two wounds because each order of magnitude above what theirs is is an additional wound. So you've dealt one wound to them. Well, one wound to one of them. There are four of them that are close enough to engage with you. Mm -hmm. And that guy with one wound is not looking pretty. Mm -hmm. That is a complex way to calculate hit and damage. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) But it does... 
it does make combat very dynamic. In my practice combats, I ran with this. It's not like, oh, well, I just need a 16 to hit, and I'll just roll 16s all the time. It's like, well, he got a really good dodge that time, so you need like a 21 to hit him this time. But it does make it complicated. <laughs> mm-hmm. As Chico says, after throwing that carrot and hitting him, dire- <laughs> direct body shot. Stop it, thief! Um, He goes, oh, who are you? I'm Rabbit. Nice to meet you. (laughs) They look at each other kind of confused, and uh, then it is 2d6 plus your speed. Am I right about that for turn order? Yes. And I've got, let me see why I roll. Oh, I rolled low. I got five total. Okay. Um, They are going to go before you. Uh, but the way this works, again, because this game's a little complicated, um, you have to declare what you, because combat is broken down into two phases. Uh, there's the prep phase and then basically the go phase. Uh, they actually call it the preparation phase and the res- resolution phase. Preparation phase, you declare what you're doing and you can get pluses and minuses on it based on what you have declared. Um and you have to declare what you are doing first since you lost the role so they mm-hmm. can react to you and uh, you can't react to them. So seeing that I'm outnumbered, and I need help. My first idea would be to burrow and then go back to the center to hopefully shake them off and have my friends come to help me. Okay. So yeah, essentially you're you trying to say re- anything to us. Yeah. I'm still handing out water. <laughs> maybe, maybe you guys heard me say, stop thief. I believe you teleported and then yelled it in their face. Yeah. No, we didn't hear anything. I'm looking at this other yellow scarecrow in a tree, and I'm like, oh, Chico's doing well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, darn it. (laughs) And then Um, I rolled minimum for speed. Well, I need to go back. I've got to get whooped. I got my wounds counter ready to start subtracting. You you do see Bridget <laughs> trying to get to you because she sees that there are there's a crime in progress. Bridget, uh, the eagle-eyed. And I'm stopping it because I'm rabbit. Nice to meet you. Um, <laughs> it's going to be my new catchphrase. If you survive. All right. So what is your evasion role? Oh, I do have evasion and I have it high because, yeah, I'm a ninja. They're um, trying to shoot you. Oh, no. God darn it. Okay, yeah. Do I have to roll evasion for each shot? Uh, do you, I, let's just say no, because <laughs> that's going to be out. That's going to save me a little bit of rolling. Just roll one evasion. Okay. Yeah, let me go ahead and roll it. 2d6 plus six. Oh, wow. I rolled minimum again. Eight. You know what? I'm going to let you roll for each one then, because I don't want to kill you. Because um, <laughs> the first one hits you by plus eight <laughs> mm-hmm. we go ahead the and second again. one would have missed you Ooh, that was really okay bad. we got 12 on the second one okay he misses you and what's your third one eight <laughs> I again that one hits you and okay and what's your third evasion uh, the third one it was okay, your fourth one. Oh, fourth one 14 14. All right. So you get hit a total of two times. The first one is plus eight. The second one is plus four. Mm-hmm. Um, so for damage. You, how so do roll... I calculate that? Because I've got 
nine wound for a wound counter. Well, first, uh, to see how much damage you will soak up before any wounds are taken, mm-hmm. uh, you are going to roll 2d6 plus your invulnerable to mm-hmm. see how much you soak up. Right. So I have no invulnerable. So then it's just 2d6. Mm-hmm. So a 10 on the first one and a 9 on the second one. Roll hide for the soak. All right. So the, you said it was a 10 on the first one mm-hmm. and a 9 on the second one. Someone's going to die. Someone's going to die. <laughs> Gosh. So you take one wound from the first one. Mm-hmm. Is this game a meat to beat game, right? I have well, no idea. With their pluses, you got hit uh, for, you take a total of two wounds. Got it. And now it I'm is your turn. It. Oh, shucks. I, I keep doing this. I gotta go. The hell? Someone help me. I need support. <laughs> Medic! And then I burrow into the ground and start making my way. So I've got a speed of three, so... And with burrowing, I'm able to move my normal speed, but underground. Underground safe from bullets. Yes, they're <laughs> gonna have like, a... I'll stop you through a carrot. <laughs> what are you <laughs> gonna do now, criminals? Takes out guns. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I think this is the first time Chica's been getting shot at by an actual <laughs> gun. He wasn't expecting it. He just wanted uh, to be a superhero. So then we see Chico is furiously digging to dig underground. Bridget is making her way there. She was clear on the other side, so she's going to take another turn to get there. Mm-hmm. What are you guys going to do? <laughs> well, that depends. Can we? Did we hear him yell, help, help? How far away is this happening? It It's a few hundred feet, so I would say, yes, you did hear. You heard him at the very scream least for the, help. At the very least, the gunfire. <laughs> yeah, you did hear the gunfire too. Ah, the gunfire is not in our jurisdiction. <laughs> <laughs> I Cold freaking love Cal right now. I probably react to gunfire. You're supposed to be the Superman, the superhero. <laughs> My sidekick self is supposed to look up to. You're just like, nah. Uh, well right now he's cow he's not super crud and now we know why superman doesn't have a sidekick because like yeah he started it (laughs) i would Uh, yeah i would run i heard a gunshot i'm working security i would run towards you chico (laughs) you see like a bugs bunny trail of like burrowing heading back towards the park away from those criminals yeah, I run really fast. I have a plus seven speed, so I'm there. I'm you will running. close that distance in no time. Well, I got to make sure she doesn't touch anybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Um, what is your speed, Cal? Uh, I got a flight speed of five. Are you flying or are you running? Cal flies whenever he has a choice. He's bird person. Oh, that's right. You're an arrow croaker. I forgot about that. Okay, um, so roll 2d6 plus your speed to see if you'll get there this turn. Uh, that's going to be 7 plus 5, 12. No problem. You will be there this turn. <laughs> and Barbara, what did you get? Oh, me too. 17. Okay, yeah, you are, before you even think about it, you're there. Uh, so Chico is desperately digging away, and now we are going to roll to see... Turn order. I'm just going to roll all of theirs together. All right. They got a 13. I got a 16. What are we rolling, adding to our roll? 
Speed. Speed. Oh, okay. <laughs> I rolled Snake Eyes, so that's going to be wow. seven. GM, do I roll again? Yes. Okay. You roll every turn you roll it, because turn order can change every turn. Uh, I see. Okay, I rolled better. I, oh, I forgot to add six. Nine total. Nine. So would a snake eyes be like a crit fail while double sixes be a crit success? There is no crit fail and crit success in this. It's degrees of failure and success. Dang, um, man. Thank God, because with- I, ro- I rolled three <laughs> snake eyes already. <laughs> All right. Um, so the order is Barbara is going to go first, followed by the bad guys, followed by Chico, followed by Cal. Um so, Cal, what are you planning on doing? Because in the rules, there are specific things you can do in your preparation phase to get bonuses. If you look on the rules, you can use an ability, move up to your speed before you attack. Uh, ready your first action, which will give you a plus three, or you can ready your defenses. Well, what Cal will do is he will burst in there, see what's going on, do a quick change somewhere where he can hide and come in swinging. Okay, so you're going to prepare to attack, so you'll get a plus three uh, to attack next turn. Whoop, whoop. Uh, Chico, what are you planning on doing? What I'm going to do is... Once everything's been going down, I'm going to pop out of the ground and activate my duplications. So all those scarecrows I have around the park are going to teleport in and because they're all my duplications are able to do all the moves I have except duplication and they can do all attack all they can all attack and anytime they go to target me, they have to try to roll sense to try to find me and with the amount of duplications i have the check is a sense of 12 to find me to target me and if they and it takes a turn to actually do that and if they can't then anytime they attack me they're just attacking a duplicate and they all have one hp so so mechanically for this you are taking you're using one of your abilities Yes, I'm going to be moving out and then using one of my abilities, and then we'll be, we'll, me and all my duplications, all my scarecrows will all be out on the battlefield. Okay, so. Able to attack. You can either move up to your speed or flight rating or use an ability in uh, prep phase. Okay. So, your prep phase, you are moving up to your speed to get back out of your hole and back into combat, correct? And then for your turn, you're going to use your ability to duplicate. Am I understanding that correctly? I can do them both on the same turn, or is that... That is my understanding, that you're going to prep phase is you're going to move, and then your uh, resolution phase, you're going to use your ability. That is my understanding of it. Yes. If you guys disagree, this is my first time playing it, too. If you disagree with how I am interpreting the rules, please, please, please call me out on it, because I'm definitely shaky on these rules. They seem... They're a little more complicated than I realized when I first decided to play this game. As far as I'm aware with most games, you can move and then do an action. Okay, So cool. that's just what I'm going off of. That was my interpretation, too. All right, so you've moved then. Um, all of them are going to ready to attack, so they're all going to get plus three to attack. That's mean. Well, all four of them, excuse me. That's even meaner. And then, Barbara, what are you going to do? I have a saddle on, 
Sort of like how some clothes you wear for the comfort of other people, you know? Mm-hmm. Like guys' suits, you know? Those aren't comfy. You're wearing those for other people. No. I'm wearing the saddle for it. No? <laughs> oh, I, not even for other I'm, people. Nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wearing a saddle and a lot of saddle bags. And I reach into one of the saddlebags and I pull out a bottle and it's got liquid in it. And on my turn, I'm going to ranged weapon and accuracy to see how many things. And I've got this like random spell generator and it's sunburst. So I'm going to do a bunch of light damage to them. All right. So you are preparing your first action, which is going to give you a plus to that. And now you get to go first. So since you've readied your first action, I do have a a question. So uh, technically, here's the wording for this. Ranged weapon. You have a weapon that gives you a ranged physical attack to rating range. Roll your rating to attack. Roll accuracy for damage, right? But it doesn't say how many enemies I attack. Oh, I got it. I found it. It's the mooks section. Sorry, I wasn't searching for the word mook. (laughs) Oh, you mook. (laughs) It's on the bottom right of page nine, (laughs) battling mooks. Now the question is, were these mooks? You know, and it does say you take a simultaneous attack against a number of mooks equal to the rating of your attack ability. So you can attack four zombies with a fighting of plus four. So my plus 10 totally does work for mooks. Got it. Cool. They got to be mooks. I'm sorry. (laughs) That is the term in in the game. Yes, those guys were considered mooks. They were low-level cannon fodder. Well, there you go. Perfect. All right. See you, listeners. It was all valid. Yeah, we follow rules. Look at that. Even when we don't know them, apparently. Instinctively knowing the rules. (laughs) I feel like this game will take a couple of plays to really get the rules, but once you get it, it can be smooth and easy. It just seems like some of the rules are a little complicated for me. But anyway, DM calling it, you can hit up to 10 people at once. (laughs) So four enemies and six bystanders. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Now, I will say if people are closed in melee combat, you will have a hard time not hitting them. Yeah, that's fair. I am, you know, it's not the first time. <laughs> but right now, the greed of Mr. Greenleaf I may yeah. have taken out some poor, innocent carnival goers. Hey, so. nobody died. <laughs> Despite Barbara's best efforts. Some apparently. children got knocked unconscious, but hey, that's just that's just the price of doing business, baby. This is you know, this is very on theme for her. Yeah, actually if it hits everyone, including pedestrians, that's just yeah, I I accept that. Well, I will say for at least this round, everybody's kind of backed off because there's open gunfire that okay. uh you guys are the only ones close, and since nobody's closed for melee combat yet, that you're only going to hit the four uh, the four goblins. Okay. So roll to hit, and with a plus 10, I'm pretty sure you're going to hit, because I'd have to roll double sixes. Well, 18. Five and a six. Okay. Um, They got a 14. So yours is plus four for your damage, so now roll... Your accuracy for damage. 19. They got a 10. Is that with your plus from the last one? No, that would be 23. Okay, then you did two wounds to all of them? This is why I kill bystanders. Um, What that looks like is, because I got this random spell generator to see which potion I grabbed. 
So what that looks like is I reach to my saddlebag, I pull out a glass bottle. I seem to not be particularly picky about which glass bottle I pulled out. I throw it, and when it hits a kobold in the forehead, it explodes like a mushroom cloud of light. (laughs) So you all see this just huge flash of light after Barbara throws her, her potion bottle. And when your sight clears... You see four unconscious goblins <laughs> laying there, and uh, Barbara will get there at the end of this turn, um, but you guys get to decide if you're going to defeat these guys or do the coup de gras and kill the goblins. Keep in mind, there's a lot of bystanders, and there's a policeman literally on their way. I know what I'm doing. Well, I'll, tell, I'm you what, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what Cal's going to do. When he sees what happened, he doesn't have to do his quick change. He doesn't have to come out. So he's going to stay Cal. And no, he's not going to kill nobody. Yeah, Barbara doesn't kill except for crowds of people. Oh, wait. I actually can't <laughs> do what I was thinking. Okay, that's fine. I was going to do a very Chico thing, but no, I can't because I don't have enough actions to do so. Chico well, will I pop will... out of the ground and say, we're ready. And then all of his, his duplications will be there. And Combat I'll be is over. Turn. Mm-hmm. Do a Chico thing. Combat's over. Do a Chico thing. You have as many actions as you want. All right. I'm going. Me and all of my duplications are not knowing that they were taken out by because I was underground. I just popped out. I see all of them, all of them over there. And he's going to say, all right, let's do this. And he's going to order him. He and all of his uh, duplicate duplicates are going to attempt to start throwing potatoes at them. Exploding potatoes. So wait, you're throwing exploding potatoes at the unconscious yes, goblins? Yes, my, myself and my six duplicates. So that's a potato from each of us. So Chico's killing them. So, you, so Unintentionally. You, you, if you guys want to stop him, I mean, that's fine. That's happened before. This is, this is very on brand of people stopping him. But he doesn't know. So you all see Chico get his grenade potatoes ready... And I'll give you all a chance to do something before Chico launches his <laughs> murder grenades. I have one ranged activity, and that's a potion. And I already clicked random spell. Do you want to know what happened? Yes. The random spell was Wall of Ice. Oh. So I protect them. Okay. Cool. So Chico's <laughs> that's people awesome. all wind up to throw their potatoes and... Uh, Barbara, do you just is it just a, a throw of the the potion bottle to break in front of him? Yeah. Okay. The potatoes all bounce and roll back towards you guys, Chico, because they've hit a wall that is now right in front of you that wasn't there. Wait, it's what they bounce back because there's a wall of ice and the potatoes are energy projection fire because they're Oh the Okay. I <laughs> I was thinking like a grenade sort of thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, hot potato, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so they hit the wall and like sizzle and melt a couple of spots. And uh that's when you guys realize that Bridget should have been there by now. And she's oh, not she at the tire. fight scene. Looks like I wasn't prepared for their wall of us. And then I, I look say, around. Where's Bridget? <laughs> there is sort of pandemonium going around since gunshots have happened and there was clearly a massive explosion of light. So there are people running all over the place. Uh, there is general chaos. Um, 
what are you guys going to do? Cal's up in the air, so he can get a bird's eye view. Get it, bird? Uh, uh. Um, from your point, are are you? From your point of view, you can see the water truck is gone. Chico, Cal, where are you? You got the water truck stolen. I got the water truck stolen. Cal opens his notebook that he hasn't had to bring out in a long time. Chico utterly failed in his job, got the water truck stolen. Chico looks up, narrows his eyes, he sees him drawing it or writing, doing something with the book. Oh, you got one too? And he pulls out his sketchbook. You like to draw? <laughs> no, I'm writing down your violations. Violations? What's that? Oh, you'll find about it later. Don't worry. Okie dokie. <laughs> he puts back his sketchbook. <laughs> Did they hear, they hear that, my... Barbara? I got a violation. <laughs> that sounds pretty important. You're first of many. <laughs> Is this what it's like to become a superhero? Yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and then they ask you to pay for repairs. Oh, I'm really good at that. That happened a while back. Do you remember that? I, I remember when the water supply got poisoned that one time. That was my fault. But they gave me, gave me, had me pay for repairs. But then I became good friends with uh, Xavier. Wow, that sounds kicking. <laughs> so y'all are having this, <laughs> y'all are having this nice chat as pandemonium is breaking out. Um, you hear Barbara's voice kind of over the table, like, "Where are the fire-breathing kittens?" Bridget's voice. Oh, sorry, Bridget, not Barbara. You're Barbara. Other B name. <laughs> So you hear Bridget screaming about the fire-breathing kittens. You have four unconscious goblins at your feet um, that still have their guns in their hands. What would you all like to do? Is there any clue into which way the uh, water truck went? Not from your vantage point. Um, actually, I, let me... Hold on, can I see at... the yelling cop? Yes. She is over by the... Uh, where the water truck used to be. Okay. I'm going to fly down, grab Chico by the collar, and escort him over there. No more disappearing. Dummy. Let's go! <laughs> Chico's just excited. He doesn't feel like he's traveling. He's flying now. He's a superhero. <laughs> you coming, uh, Barb? Wait, what was that? Are you coming, Barb? Uh, yeah. Uh, can you give me the 411 of what happened? Truck's gone. Chico got it stolen. Chico? I did. I don't know what I don't know what happened. I'm saving the You came the day. over here to start a fight. We had to come rescue you. The truck got stolen because of it. Oh shucks. Of course of course I've messed something up again. I'm sorry, everyone. So I drop him from in the cop. Drop him in front of uh Miss Wheelie Cop. I'm sorry I got the truck stolen. I'm I'm gonna make this right, I promise. Do you do you bloodhound? I know you're a rabbit. How do you do tracking? I do have sense. Are, I have are a, you a I dog have a, rabbit? <laughs> I have a bit of sense. I know. Yep, yep, yep. I start calling out into the wild. I have communication coyote. Oh, yeah. I asked them for assistance. He is. He is, Kale. He is kind of a dog rabbit. And He's a coyote coyotes, coyotes are now an urban problem as well. Uh, so... <laughs> As you're yipping, coyotes are coming out of 
do, do coyotes live in burrows or dens or they, uh, holes? What do they live in? Probably dens. Dens? dens dead yeah. trees. They're kind of coming out of the the underbrush, coming out of dens and things. Uh, uh, Bridget looks very confused as to why there are these wild animals approaching people now, and you can see her talking into her radio like, I need animal control on scene immediately. Uh, we might have some rabid animals coming out in the daytime around panicking humans. Wait, Miss Bridget, no, it's me. I'm the one calling the animals. They're my friends. All right, cancel that. It's just a murderous uh, rabbit folk calling uh, calling his animals. Yeah, uh, that. Anyway, yep, yep, yep. I'm telling them to like swallow the scent of like gas fumes of the truck and start just start just start running towards it in the direction. Okay, so um, we can follow. They are they sniff around the spot and they kind of go off to the street area and sniff around and they're they're kind of lost once they get to the street because there's just so much gas smells there they kind of meander down one of the streets but they're not really sure and bridge's like what what are you talking to your animals about there i'm telling them to follow the scent of the truck oh well we we don't need to do that i planted a a, a tracking and listening device on their truck a what and the who on the there's there's a tracking slash listening device Planted on the truck, so we can we can just kind of uh, follow it. Oh, uh, and she could just stand there, kind of dumbfounded. Uh, yep, 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 yep. And then it's telling the cow, you should just go back, go back where the came. <laughs> they look kind of grumpy and, that you bothered them. And <laughs> oh, great! Now they're being sassy, and now they're from. I hear so- one of them go, "Mia Leaky is going to hear about this." <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Bridget. I caused another problem. I well, think I, I, I think I lost my violation. Oh you no! Lost. You just grabbed another one. I did, <laughs> but I did. Wait a minute. This all makes sense. I don't think I deserve violations. Oh, because... you deserve them. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Chico thinks violations like a good noodle star. Or something. <laughs> Mom, I got four violations today. <laughs> Well, so, you say so, Cal. So where does this tracker turn it on? Let's go. <laughs> well, the tracker, I, I, I don't have the, the the reading device here. It's back at my apartment. It's my, my own personal device. I planted on them. But the strange thing is, like, the Rustic Gear Gang isn't normally that coordinated. Like, I, I really just expected that fight. I thought they were just robbing people as they were leaving, but... This was this was a distraction and a quick attack, and they they grabbed everything and just got out of here before we could do anything. Bridget, is it possible that your implanting of tracking devices from your own civilian stock onto th- vehicles is why the criminals keep getting let go by their attorneys? That has nothing to do with it. We have vigilante laws in this city that allow for such things. Not only that, but leaving the track, the tracking receiver at home instead of having it on your person. Well, you know, in all, in all fairness, thinking... I didn't think the water truck was going to get stolen. We did hire a guild to protect it. In all fairness, I think you're a little bit inept. A little bit of the pot called the kettle black, but okay. Uh, well, you failed just as much as we did. 
Well, I'm giving you a violation. She pulls out a thing and is writing, oh, <laughs> writing oh, notes. Boy. Oh, you know what? I can do the same thing. Officer is inept. <laughs> Look, Barbara, they're being so Employee nice to each other. They're, was they're giving each other violations. <laughs> and I'm gonna go... This is like with Chris Jericho pulling out the list, and you made the list. <laughs> and I will be talking to your HR supervisor here very soon. Oh, and I will be talking to your supervisor. Nusalak will hear from me and my superiors. She's writing. <laughs> Go get the tracker. <laughs> <laughs> she takes a deep breath and goes, look, I think if we work together, we can actually be more effective than if we are just sitting here writing violations for one another. That's why I told you to get the tracker. Be a team player. Well... Here's the thing. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm really not supposed to be here today. I'm oh, kind God. of acting in uh, uh, an extrajudicial capacity, if you will. Um, but like, like I said, there's a new vigilante law in the city that if you are a registered vigilante, which I have registered... Uh, you are protected somewhat from the ramifications of being said vigilante. You do realize this is you're not on duty, your violations mean jack shit? Well, that's why I'm currently a vigilante. If you will look at the side of my wheelchair, on the side of her wheelchair it says Delphi. She goes, I am codenamed Delphi right now, which means I am actually not acting in my role as a an officer of the law. I am a vigilante. Wait a minute, a vigilante, just like that. Are you a superhero too? In a manner of speaking. Oh my goodness, you gotta help us save, get the water truck. Well, that is the plan. So, why don't y'all, we'll meet back at my apartment, it's the big clock tower, I live on the top floor, um, y'all can come visit me tonight, just make sure you're in your superhero regalia, or your vigilante regalia. So what you're saying is you want to give them time to escape. And strip the car down? I mean, how long well, does it take to remove hubcaps and stereos and the important... Well, it's, it's, it's a water truck. It has and the water, water and a truck. And that, we know we're going to resell it. We know, we know they're not just going to pour it all out. They're trying to resell it. So if if you just if y'all can just meet me back at my place... You know, we will totally there's someone meet else you back we want at your you to place... Meet. That sounds great. Before then, can you pick up um, and I like list some like grappling hooks and stuff so that she's got to go there? Do you mind picking that up before we meet you tonight? Well, I, I suppose so. I, I can like, do that. Handcuffs from the police station. You can borrow a few pairs, right? We need those. Yeah, I guess. Great. We'll meet you tonight. Bye. What, what's your apartment number? <laughs> the top one. All the way at the top. I'm the top. I'm the penthouse at the top. Sounds awesome. Okay. Bye. Bye. Barbara's character uh, or player is scaring me because she, she <laughs> smiled really hard. I don't know what her aim is, but I know it's bad. And she she smiled that way because I'm on the right track. I read her mind. Yeah, and I don't know. <laughs> just like Chico. Neither I just do I. Get, I just want to get some more violations. That's all I'm thinking about. Well, now we know why the criminals keep getting let back out. Yeah. Those cops. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, I'll meet you over there. I'll grab Chico. All right. 
Cal will grab Chico by the ears and up we go. Yeah, Hooray! I'm running to the clock tower. <laughs> oh, so you guys are trying to get there before her? Oh, yeah, yes. we're going to break into her apartment, grab the tracker, and get on with this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we're going to accrue a lot of violations. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, I did not expect uh, breaking and entering in a superhero adventure. Uh, so... Uh, we don't need her. I mean, she's worthless anyway. Yeah. So are you guys just, are you going through the the elevator or are you... Cows fly. He's going to go right through the window. I am going to attempt to enter the building at its base. And if I get stuck in the lobby, I'll just go back outside and wait for Cal to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Chico, what are you doing? Oh, Cal has here a for the ears. ride. <laughs> oh, you're, you're not letting Chico out of your sight. <laughs> I'm a hero. Last time I did that, he got himself beat up. Okay. I'm all right. I've only got a couple bullet wounds. <laughs> so Typical I've Tuesday. HP. I've got nine HP and I took two HP. I'm fine. I, I didn't even have to really rely on my duplication because it'll tank my hits. I just wasn't expecting to be shot. <laughs> you always got to be ready to be shot in Nicomoy. <laughs> <laughs> the police force is incompetent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so you fly up to her room um, and the window is locked. It's okay. Smash. Yep. Okay. Um, inside is kind of what you'd expect of a, a single cop. You know, there's one couch and... Whatever the fantasy equivalent of a TV is, uh, I guess a like rock, a, a rock, uh, <laughs> a crystal ball, I don't, a stone of farsight. I don't know. Um, some some magazines. Uh, th this is what you're in in the living room, and then there's uh, a one a small kitchenette off to the side, and then her her bedroom door, uh, and then presumably a bathroom and a closet off uh, off to one side. Uh, we're looking for the tracker, Chico. Find the tracker, boy. Find the tracker. All right, let's see. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't think coyotes can get up here, so I'll try it myself. So I'm going to roll my sense. A 10 total. Okay. Um, You find technology that seems... Cal, you were in HR violations in space. Oh, um, yeah, yeah this, I know technology. This, techno this is a computer. She oh. has a computer for some reason. A peruder. Wow. Chico, yeah, have you ever have you seen technology before, Chico? Um, I don't think I've been in Yeah, because you were in that one at the source of the river Emu and you saw oh, the yeah, crashed. Code, code purple. I have, that's right. Code purple. So you've seen broken computers. And a robot. That's mm -hmm. true. So you have found a computer. Mm-hmm. And I would call Cal over and show him. Cal will like, take, hey, take it. a look at this thing. Cal will take it and boot it up. Okay. Uh, it is asking for a password. One, two, three, four. It is not one, two, three, four. Pumpkin. It's pumpkin. No, it's not pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> what was her dead partner's name? Yeah. I'm looking it up. We'll say you type that in and it's not that because okay. mm -hmm. it's not in her thing and i didn't write it down if it was mentioned in trick and white drift it says parentheses deceased cop partner <laughs> his name is d deceased no, cop 
Don't don't name him. Okay. <laughs> that was Deceased. unofficial. Ceased. Yeah. <laughs> she never talks about it, so you've never learned his name. Uh, okay, just hang on to this, and we're gonna keep looking for a tracker. Alrighty. We tear the apartment <clears throat> up trying to find that track. Find a tracker. You can't find anything. Okay. You kind of right. get the idea that it's on the computer. Got it. All right, you ready to go? Where are we going? Uh, Barbara's down there. We're going to go down there, but first, a la moving days. I don't know if you uh, guys have listened to that yet, no, or not. This couch is going out the window. <laughs> oh, man, right. that, is, that is last season. I don't think so anybody just, remembers that. <laughs> you're just throwing a couch out the window? Yep. For funsies? Yep. Are you looking before you throw it out, or are you just chucking it out the window? Oh, no, I look. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look for an empty spot. Okay, good, because I was going to make you roll to see if you hit a pedestrian, and you didn't. <laughs> um, so you drop it. Um, Barbara standing down in the lobby. Uh, did you try to go up, or did you just hang out in the lobby? I would have tried to go up, and if I wasn't able to just casually walk up, press top, and go up the elevator, then I would have gone back outside the building. Oh, yeah, there, there's no doorman or anything. Yeah, so, I, so yeah, the elevator dings right at the top of the building and, and a 1,400-pound horse exits. Yeah, as they're doing <laughs> that, you're standing in the elevator. Da, 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 <laughs> a couch da, da, goes down da, da. as I go up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, good, they made it. <laughs> All right, so ding, and the elevator doors open, um, and you step out onto a uh, a rabbit folk holding a computer and an error croaker just chucked a, a couch out the window. Hello there, fellow vigilante. Are you ready to commit more violations? <laughs> <laughs> it just shows Cal, like, with his hands, like, after just pushing the couch out the window <laughs> when Chica says that. So, uh, Barb, we need to get a password from uh, your, your wheelie friend. Uh, so can you go ask her? <clears throat> uh, have you, you tried do... her partner's name? Yes. Oh. Deceased doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Dead guy. <laughs> Plot device number one. <laughs> um. So as you guys are talking, you do hear the elevator ding and the arrow light up for down and the elevator starts descending. I assume you've gotten out of the elevator, Barbara. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's in the computer. We don't know the password. We don't know her birthday either. Are there any... Is there a calendar on the wall? Sure. Are there Well, there was one, but it has been torn off the wall by Chico and his ransacking. Oh, okay. (laughs) Here, I see this on the floor. Is it possible any of these days are circled? Or like my birthday, you know, like... Yes, the date that her partner was killed. (laughs) I try that number in in the... I mean, computer. It's not that number. Is there possibly like a sticky note on the back of it with the password written on it? <laughs> no, but roll, everyone roll a sense check for me. That's <laughs> Snake the, eyes. I have something called um, knowledge, too. Oh, roll that instead. <laughs> that would actually be more helpful. I've got a four total. In knowledge? No, no, in sense. Oh, if you have a knowledge, no- roll that, too. Oh, let me roll knowledge. Eleven. Eleven. Five. You, Barbara, recognize that 
She told you her vigilante name. And if this is linked to vigilanteism, it might be her vigilante name is the password to this computer. Anybody remember that? Type it in. Type it in. My character remembers. My character types it in. (laughs) What was her vigilante name? Delphi. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We type in Delphi. You type in Delphi and the room changes. Whoa. The like not like illusionary, but like metal things close over the window, the lights flip to like ultraviolet, a seat shoots out of the middle of the floor. There's huge screens everywhere, and it's, you hear a voice going, Hello, Delphi. Welcome back to headquarters. Thanks. Track wagon. <laughs> that would have been good before the couch went out the window, huh? The couch doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you all hear, ding! Well, it's metal covering it now, right? So there's nobody coming in. <laughs> Except through the elevator, which now opens. Your bat cave doesn't turn the elevator off? <laughs> Except when Delphi <laughs> rolls into her own headquarters. Oh, wow. You got handcuffs really fast. It's like, Shot yeah, I, was very I, fast. I, I keep them in, 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 my, uh, in, 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 my, my, in my go bag, which is here in my apartment. And I just had to go get a couple of grappling hooks, which, you know, down at the Adventure March, really not that hard to get. Grappling hooks were two for one today. Well, we just missed the people who ransacked your apartment. <laughs> oh wow well then let's go back to my security cameras so we can see who it was oh they they destroyed those when they first came in there's nothing that's when you hear a voice from the corner going they're lying to you delphi they did this themselves and a little tiny moth dressed in all black comes and lands on her chair it's bat moth <laughs> that's true technically it wasn't me this time in fairness, two of them broke and entered. One of them just kind of entered. Batmoth, it's you. You wouldn't believe the adventures I've been on and the violations I've occurred. <laughs> so both of you, would, would you like to explain why you broke into uh, headquarters? Cal told me to. It's a talking moth. <laughs> it's a bug, Squish. <laughs> no, don't. That's how I killed his whole family. When you go to squish, there's a little puff of smoke. And when you smack down and look at your hand, he's sitting on your shoulder. And he goes, nice try, super crud. How do you know me? He goes, I'm Batmoth. That's a, that's a dumb name. And super crud is any cooler? Look, we're not here to argue over stupid names. You're right. Although, in fairness, we do need to talk about your superhero identities. You just outed me, so what's more to talk about? Well, I mean, yeah, there's, there's like, you, but, like, the other two of you. Well, just out them already. Obviously, you know everything. Well, they don't have superhero identity. That's pro- Look, okay, let's start from scratch. Hi, I'm Batmoth. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> nice to meet you. No, I'm it's not. I'm Vigilante. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Barbie. Okay, Barbie, I'm going to talk to you because you seem a lot more agreeable than the, uh, <laughs> Other fellow over here. <laughs> well, they get off my shoulder. He flies over and lands on. And he goes, well, I'll fly off your shoulder if you stop trying to kill me. And he flies away. <laughs> I just thought you were a bug. How many bugs do you know that wear a cape and look 
this awesome Batman. Five. <laughs> <laughs> you know some cool bugs. Anyway. <laughs> Barbara is kind of wheeling around her apartment, just looking shocked at the Bridget. amount of ransacking. Oh, Bridget. I'm sorry. There's too many B names. Bridget. <laughs> Bridget is uh, going around the apartment, just looking shocked at how much ransacking you guys had gotten done in like the 20 minutes she was gone. We're super. <laughs> and she goes, you know, I couldn't arrest vigilantes for doing this, but I could arrest citizens. Not vigil. I'm not a citizen. I'm a vigilante. Watch. And he goes, I gotta go poo. Goes to the bathroom, comes back out. There's no need to fear. Supercrud is here. Hello, citizens. Wow. It's Supercrud. I've heard so much about you. I, I, you're the kind of superhero I want to become. Like you and Batmoth and um, Delphi and Bar Barbie and, well, I. I, I just really want to become a superhero like all of you. I'm so excited. I want to take take care of those bad guys and save the day. Don't worry, citizen. One day you will be just like me. I'm working on it. I've occurred, I think, like three violations so far today. Violations aren't good, citizen. Wait, what? what are violations? No one's they're, telling me. They're bad things. Oh, no. What does that mean? How, how do I stop doing violations? Stop doing bad things. But I'm trying to do the good things. I need help doing good things. Yes, you do. Okay, then. <laughs> Batmoth realizes you're wearing your uh, rabbit pajamas. He's like, Chico, I see you have embraced the superhero inside of yourself. What is your superhero alter ego? Uh, I'm rabbit. That's what you told me. I'm rabbit. Now I've embraced it. What's rabbit, your superhero? Rabbit, 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 rabbit. Sure, rabbit, 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 rabbit. But I'm not. You know, sure. I don't know what that word means. Rabbit, <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> and Barbara, what is your superhero identity? I'm Super Centaur. Are you wearing a costume? Or are you just wearing? Well, it's kind of hard to hide the horse half. She put on a mustache. <laughs> I could put on a, I'm I could put on a mask or like a paper bag with two holes and for eyes, but like you're not gonna hide the horse part. So In my <laughs> mind, I kind of wanted you to just like build a person on the back side of you. So it's like a reverse centaur costume. It's like it's not a centaur, it's two people. <laughs> <laughs> We're just always close. We're yeah. the twins. <laughs> um <clears throat> So with the uh, with the vigilante law in the city, uh, that uh, Barbara after she, uh, sorry Bridget after she uh, just call her Hawk, Hawk after or we'll call her Delphi. We'll just call her Delphi. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Delphi after she recovers from her shock is like, well, now that I know all your superhero names, I guess I can register y'all as uh, as official vigilantes in the city. But that just means you know. Y'all can't kill nobody, and you got to keep the uh, property damage to a bare minimum. All right, you, then. Do you agree to these terms and conditions? As long as you agree that it was only one couch. That's a minimum. And she looks around, she goes, hey, God dang it, my couch. I didn't even notice that was gone. I am already registered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rabid rabbit. 
Nice to meet you. Rabbit, rabbit. Rabbit. Oh, rabbit with two Bs. Got it. Rabbit, rabbit. Got it. And super centaur and done. All right. Well, now that y'all are here, she pulls up her, uh, uh, on her computer, she pulls up the, the data for where her tracking device and listening device ended up. She's like, all right, well, it looks like Grizz Whistlefizz and his gang are down by down by the docks at their uh, at their mechanic shop. Let's go. Yep. All right. Uh, super crud. Take me. <laughs> Just put and show you my ears. Let's yep. go. He grabs the ears and flies out the window. I love this. <laughs> I quietly walk to the elevator and press the button and it goes ding and I wait for a little bit. <laughs> On your way down. <laughs> it stops at the wrong floor. The door is open. There's an old lady with a dog. Just looks. She goes, I'll take the next one. <laughs> well, yeah, she ain't going to fit. Nope. <laughs> I'm the weight limit. <laughs> all right. So you are all now outside of Delphi's clock tower building. Um, You know where... Grizz Whistle Fizz's uh, um, base of operations is, and I think that is a good place to take our break. Um, so before we take a break, I believe we have a review that we would like someone to read. Who has a review for us? I have a review. This is from Whippersnapper456, and they say, Five stars! I love this podcast. This is the best one I've ever listened to, especially that crud person. Who are they? I don't know, but I love the family. All right. Well, you can write your own <laughs> review and please listen to it and review us. Uh, so we have been joined by Chico. This is so exciting. I'm an official vigilante. I just got to figure out what that word is and then I'll be a rude superhero. Cal slash super crud. There's no need to fear. Our super crud is here. And Barbara. Majorly for all of you who are drinking while playing bingo with all these words. <laughs> all right. We will be right back. After Goodbye. we fill up on our moonshine. <laughs> Today's mid episode shout out is from Just Game 36, who says, quote, the Immortal's Guide to Supervillainy, out now on Amazon Kindle. Amazon.com slash D as in dog, P as in poltergeist, slash B as in boy, zero B as in boy, L H as in helicopter, V as in Vedevaka, eight B as in boy, three eight. This battle shall reach its inevitable conclusion, and the final triumph will belong to Dr. Undying! Exclamation mark. End quote. Um, I should just say that again because I should stop being silly and actually do the shout out. And that is The Immortal's Guide to Super Villainy, now on Amazon Kindle. All right. You can arrange, I, I know there's no reason for you to because we do a terrible job at it, but you can arrange for us to read your shout out at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com through our partnership with Buy Me a Coffee. You can also find our books. We have paperbacks, hardcovers on Amazon, and we have Audible audiobooks. Lastly, we don't pay to advertise our show, so the only way we can grow is if you tell someone about us. Is there an episode that would make someone you know smile? Tell them about it. Thank you. 
Welcome back to Fire Breathing Kittens. Uh, we are once again joined by Chico. Well, hi there. I'm ready to go. I am rabid, rabid, ready to save the save Nicomoy from these uh, water thieves. Yeah. Cal. Yo. And Barbara. How fabulous. Who wants to give us a recap of what has happened so far? Barbara, would you like to give us a recap of what has happened so far? Sure. So, I have to give Bridget Hawk snaps, because she chose to hire us, fire-breathing kittens, the best guild in town. (laughs) (laughs) See, snaps. (laughs) We were guarding the water when, all of a sudden, some mini-cars started to go ballistic. They were vrooming around, and Chico did not think that was dope. He ran off. And I was thinking that the scarecrow in the tree was Chico, but it wasn't. So he called for help. We ran there. Um, everyone was fine. No one died. Yet. And Delphi told us that she was tracking the truck that was stolen, the water truck that was stolen. So now I like, it's funny because the player is like kind of, I'm not going to say evil, but like, I'm not going to say manipulative. I'm going to say conniving? Conniving. So like, but Barbara, I don't know if Barbara was in on it. So I'm going <laughs> to, I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's hard to like say what happened as Barbara. Um, so we went and waited for her early. <laughs> Waiting for her to get back in <laughs> <at> her apartment. <laughs> sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> One way of putting it. <laughs> we were so early. <laughs> And here we are with Batmoth and Delphi learning about Grizz Whistlefizz's Gang of Goblins, which has a hideout at the docks. Yes, they have a mechanic shop at the docks. Let's get them. And we're all in our super all ultra egos. Yeah, I have super a paper crud. bag over my head with two holes in it. <laughs> we, we, got, we got super crud, rabid rabbit, and what it was super horse? Yeah. Okay. Super centaur, you know. It says SC, definitely not SS. Oh. <laughs> she has a lightning bolt. <laughs> uh, all right, so the docks... Um, it, night has fallen now. Um, their hideout, you, from where they told you it was, you know it's not on a main road. Um, how are you guys approaching the hideout? Well, Super Crud has Rabid Rabbit by the ears, and uh, we're above it. Okay. Um, so the two of you, what you can see is there's some... Uh, mooks walking around outside uh there's a bunch of cars there so it's hard to tell how many are there to be repaired how many are there actual vehicles so it it you can't get a great sense of how many people are in the building um but what you can see is there are four or five guys out front and three or four guys out back all right, R.R. All right, R.R., you take the ones in the back, I'll take the ones in the front. Can you handle that? Sure thing. Let's do it. 
All right, get ready to fly. Toss. <laughs> ah! So I'm a how superhero. High... Ah! <laughs> how high up were you when you dropped Chico? Oh, just like one one story up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, in his head, he was like falling forever. So you're not, you're not, dropping... not high enough to to hurt him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you're dropping Chico in the back, you're landing in the front and starting combat. Am I understanding that correctly? No. Supercrud has seen the way the guy fights. He is not going to go to the front. He he was trying to build the guy up. He's he's staying in the back. <laughs> Great. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, Barbara, what are you doing? I'm going to send you this image of what I'm doing. Uh-oh. Which, which is very descriptive for the listeners, I'm sure. Sorry, guys. Well, you can describe the image. I want you guys to describe the image. Theater of the mind. Uh, that's a horse swimming in the water, and it's an angle from the bottom. <laughs> Horses apparently like swimming. They have giant lungs, so they can float uh -huh. super good. Hmm. The so... question is, are centaur lungs in the human part or the horse part? Yes. Both. Okay. That is so... strange to think about. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm so buoyant. So are you swimming across the river? I'm under the docks. Okay. Um, since the river is magically enchanted to cause hydrophobia, I'm going to need a roll to see if you can overcome that. Yeah, I'm not trying to drink it at all. Is it uh, drinking it that causes it, or is it yeah. just exposure, period? No, it's tr when you can lift it up in the air... You can have the water near your head, but you can't put it to your mouth. Okay. And since you're buoyant enough to keep your head well above water, you can do that just fine. Yeah. A torso above water. So far above water. <laughs> She's floating like a bubble on top of the water, really. Like, it's it's pretty impressive. Um, <laughs> uh, she has to keep the paper bag dry, too. <laughs> that's true, <laughs> yeah. It's way up there. <laughs> so... Man, horses look weird. <laughs> so you're under the docks out front, and you guys are dropping around in the back to fight. Am I understanding that correctly? I'm in the back to yes. fight. I don't know where Crud is. Oh, as soon as you land, uh, Crud is is punching. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, Then let us roll for turn order. Yay. Mm -hmm. Do, we don't get a surprise? Uh, not on this one, no, because if you dropped him from low enough that he didn't take any damage or risk damage, they heard you guys before you came in. You're cheating. I mean, if you, we can roll it <laughs> if you want to roll for stealth. I don't have stealth. Then you're I probably then you can roll two d six and see if you can beat their senses. If you want to try to be sneaky, sneaky. Uh, that'll be a seven. Okay, they rolled a ten. I rolled a fifteen. Okay, so they see Super Crud. They don't see a sneaky, sneaky rabbit folk. Um, so <laughs> I will let rabbit folk take a free round if you would like to rabbit rabbit. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I'm going to do is get the drop on them, get the juke on them by using duplication. And that's technically not an attack, but when my duplicates come out, they can be seen. Okay. So that was your, so. so you'll get a, you'll get a whole round. So that's your pre-action is using your ability, 
which means now you can do one more thing. And I'm going to, let's see. So there are buildings around me, correct? Yes. I'm going to teleport to the roof of one of the buildings at a high vantage point. Okay. Wait, right, oh, now. that's an ability. Never mind. I've already used one. Um, I'm going to move behind one of the buildings at a vantage I, point. I think you can use two abilities because one of them... If, I'm going to say you can use two abilities. So if you want to teleport up, I will let you do that in lieu of attacking. Mm-hmm. One's your pre- pre- uh, preparation phase, the other one's your action. Yeah, exactly. Got it. So that's what I'll do. All right, cool. So then you are on top of that building. Now it is time for uh, speed rolls. Mm-hmm. 16. 16. 13. Uh, Barbara, unless you come around back, you will not be involved in this combat. Oh, I thought they were on the docks. No, they dropped in the back. Oh. Uh, R wanted to go into the back, so we're, we're at the back. Okay, so there's nobody in the front? There the are docks? four guys in the front. Oh. And there are three guys in the back. Okay, well, yeah. four sounds good. I'll take four. Okay. She's got that collateral damage. I mean, yeah, she, <laughs> I was going to say she kicked, she kicked four <laughs> bots earlier. Why not four more? Um, these guys do look a little bigger than the guys that were decoys. Um, not mooks. All right. I mean, yes, they're mooks, but they're a little bit bigger mooks. They have one more wound to do before you drop them. They At least they have it now because you're here. Yeah. All right. So I'm in GM. I've got eight right, for my so initiative. Chico got an eight. Cal got a 13, you said? Yes. Lucky 13. And the bad guys also got a 13. What is your speed? Uh, Five. Okay. Uh, which actually means that you will go before they do. Yay. Um, So Chico, for declaring... And prep phase, Chico, what are you going to do on your turn? What what pre... Uh, uh, myself and all of my duplicates are going to be, well, lobbing potatoes like before. Because we were going to do that and then we were stopped. Okay, so you're readying your first action? Yes. And plus the three to your potatoes are energy projection fire. Okay. Uh, bad guys are all going to uh, prepare to attack. Cal, what are you doing? Oh, fisticuffs. So you're preparing your attack, and mm-hmm. Barbara, what are you doing? I got a way cooler spells list. I'm on seventhsanctum.com, and I love it. I'm going to read some off. 50 conjurations of lightning, hex of summon ruthless angels, illuminated divination of air and alertness. So I'm just, I'm having a good time. Um, I'm I'm planning horrible <laughs> things to the people from from their feet. <laughs> All right, so there are four of them out front. So you are preparing your action. Am I understanding that correctly? I just want to cast it. I, like, I'm underneath them. I can see, like, you know, footsteps walking over the, the boards oh. overhead me. So you will get your plus three. Uh, go ahead and roll your two hit. I will roll their dodge. You shouldn't have any problems beating a five. 17? Uh, so yeah, um, that you really <laughs> hit them. And unless I roll amazingly on my soak, it doesn't matter what your damage is. Okay, I'm using a different dice roller. I got snake eyes again. Um, for accuracy, I got 19. Well, seeing as it is, a, oh, plus a base whatever the difference was, five. 
And you said you got a 19? Um, yeah, with my roll. I rolled a 9 and I add 10, so that's 19. Plus whatever the difference was for okay. the ranged weapon, right? What spell did you do to them? The crown of ruthlessness. Uh-oh. That sounds crown? cool, doesn't it? Do you, It better not suck. Do you want to explain what happens when you throw this... Uh, potion bottle at them describe what happens to them because they are all if you want to kill them you have they had three wounds and you did at least four wounds of damage i don't kill anybody but um yeah i imagine that they're walking on the wood right Mm -hmm. and the wood i throw a potion at the wood right and the Darkened whirls of the grain of the wood get even darker and darker and they turn into barbed wire and they reach up the feet all the way up to the head and they like make statues, right? And if you look really closely inside the layers and layers of barbed wire, there's a person in there. Oh, that's terrifying and I love it. Okay. Uh, Death by a thousand cuts. No, they're fine. They're Jeez. fine. They just can't move. <laughs> so does that happen quick enough that they don't get a chance to scream? They can scream. They can talk. They're alive. They're in there. It's just that it's like, imagine a metal statue around them. Okay. A metal barbed wire statue around right, them. Right. With lots of little pointy bits inside their their skin. So well, you hear- they're not, technically they're not being touched, right? If they stay perfectly still- at exactly the position that they were at. Well, like mid-step wire, or whatever. The way barbed wire works yeah, mid-step. is if the wire's tight around them, the barbs go into them because they're wider than the wire. I know. So you all hear a terrified, <laughs> excruciating scream emerge or issue from the front of the building. Um, and Super Crud, it's your turn. <laughs> It's fun. Good work, super horse. Punch, 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 punch. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong voice. Good work, super horse. Punch, 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 punch. All right. Roll your to hit. All right. That's going to be 20. Okay. They got a 14 for evasion. So you did hit them and you will be at plus six for damage. Okay. So. And their soak is nine. That's going to be 23 for damage. Okay, well, he's super unconscious. So because they're mooks, do I hit more than one? Uh, is that for just ranged or is that for... Barbara, you were the one that read the rules. If it works anything like mobs in D&D, once, uh, one, it, it's a collective pool. So once one goes down, the, the damage transfers to the next one and so forth and so forth. Yes, you yes, go ahead. You can simultaneously attack mooks uh equal to the rating of your attack ability. So yes, you can uh continually beat the crud out of mooks. Yeah, my attack ability is ten. So Okay, so then yeah, you can hit more than one. You can hit all three of them. Okay. Are you gonna swing so, at another one? I, I thought it was just one hit and they all get hit. But oh, that's I, right. I'll... So yeah, you 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 take them all out. They're all super unconscious. Um so you guys, now the back and the front, security has been knocked out or Ooh. incapacitated. I would say the people in the front, since they can still talk and scream, are still <laughs> screaming, being pierced by barbed wire. Um, <laughs> They're raising an alarm of, of some kind. 
Uh, that is that is the point I was trying to make. Yes, <laughs> but it's to See the front. That? See that RR? That is how you don't get shot. <laughs> I see. Thank you, Super Crud. All right, boys. And I turned to all my scarecrows, and they kind of turned their scarecrow heads at me. Let Let's get into hiding. And I'm going to spend this turn. All of them can take actions just like me. So I'd imagine everyone's been taken care of. So myself and everyone else is going to go stealth and then move up around uh, Super Crud. Okay. Um. So... We have Barbara in the front with uh, four guys covered in barbed wire shrieking miserably. Uh, we have Super Crud and Rabbit Rabbit in the back uh, with three unconscious guards. Um, how would you like to proceed? Super Crud's going to just kick a, kick open the back door. Wow. Okay. You can definitely kick it in. Do you want to see how spectacular it is, or do you just want to like kick it in like a regular person kicks in a door? Oh, the more spectacular, the better. Okay, roll uh, your strength, and let's see what happens. Uh, would that be my fighting? Yeah. It's 18. 18. All right. I'm going to say you kicked the door in, and it flies and knocks the front door off, too. And flies, so Barbara, as you are, are you still hiding underneath the dock or have you gotten out from under? If they don't happen to notice me, that's not my fault. <laughs> I'm so under you're the still docks. Un- okay, so. <laughs> can, as- uh, can the door bounce off of all the barbed wire guys and I at least knock them out so they're not, you know, feeling the pain? Well, what I was going to say is it <laughs> hits two guys trying to walk through the front door to see what was going on. Oh, okay. Knocks them and beat my roll to see if you knock them in. Just roll 2d6 and tell me what your total is. And if you beat my total, you have knocked them into the water. Okay, well, that's a 6 and a 5, so an 11. Okay. You beat my roll of 8. So, let's see, there were four guys. How many of them made it into the drink? Two of them. Two better than none. Well, two people wrapped in barbed wire have now been knocked into the water. I thought you said there was two more guys. Oh, no, the two, yeah, two henchmen that were inside, two more mooks got knocked unconscious when you kicked the door in. And oh. then it keeps flying and knocked two of the uh, people covered in barbed wire into the water. Oh, well. Super Crud can't, doesn't see this, so he does, it doesn't matter to him. Oh, I would definitely notice. Can I do something to stop them from drowning? You can. You can take your next turn to save them if you'd like to. Okay, I would like to save them. I would like to cast the unspeakable divination of the doomed priest. What? (laughs) Okay, explain to me what that does. I'm going to save them. Unspeakable divination of the doomed priest. Yeah, (laughs) You do you. I'm going to save them with fear. (laughs) (laughs) So... Basically, one, I really like the spells list. I'm just going to say it again. Seventh Sanctum, you're awesome. And two, it's a very good, like how Chico's player and I were talking about how tarot decks are really good inspiration for role playing. These phrases are so good for sparking ideas because I'm thinking that the unspeakable divination of the doomed priest is that like, like Cassandra can see her fate and that's terrifying, right? To know how you're going to die. So the unspeakable divination of the doomed priest is that you can see how the people around you are going to die and like maybe you can't do anything about it so like it's like horrible but she's 
she's Barbara, so she actually can swim to them and save them. So she sees the deaths of the people around her, you know, and she's able to do something about it with the spell. Sucks to be that priest, but I'm not that priest. So I'm going to use the death sense around me to be like, oh, no, they're going to drown. And then there's a Batman and Robin movie where he has to pick. Batman has to pick. There's two people that are you guys seen this movie. Yeah, he picked them both. He picked them both. And I'd have that moment, right? I have that moment where I'm like, <laughs> I'm Batman. And then I, like, I save both people. I just go so quickly. And you see that in the movie, like, um, was it the Riddler has both people over like a really long drop and he just yep. like catches them both. He had Robin and his and Batman's girlfriend. Yeah. Anyway, so I swim and I get both people. And uh, now there's horizontal statues on the edge of the dock. And you hear a moth swing by your head and go, Great thing, Barbara. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, a bug. (laughs) (laughs) Smack. All right. So um, you have now brutally kicked in the front door. Barbara is saving two drowning people. Chico, you have not entered the building. You see Super Crud kick in the door. What do you want to do? I've well, gone r- ahead real and rolled. Go ahead. Real quick. Technically, I kicked in the front and back door. Yeah. Kicked in the doors. Uh, <laughs> so I've rolled for stealth for myself and all of my clones. Uh, the lowest I rolled was a 10 for one of them. And I rolled maximum for one of them, which was a 19. But Chico's got a 15, so... Okay, if you're let's... rolling for senses, let me know. Yes, they are going high. to roll for senses. And let me see. <laughs> Unless they have a really good sense, they didn't make it. And they didn't. They got a 12. Did any of them roll below a 12? Did you say no? Just one. Okay, so they see one of them. Mm-hmm. One of the duplicates. Yeah, that was the highest one. Uh, hold on, let me just check the other people. Okay, one of them got a 16. One of them got a 16. Oh, Okay. That beats that beats the majority of us. Okay. Then the majority of them have been spotted by the leader of the group, Grizz, mm-hmm. who you notice is a really muscular for a, a goblin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and all of my scarecrow, uh, rabbit scarecrows try to quietly hop in there, and Grizz just pointing us out because, you know, we're scarecrows. Yeah. Um, Did you say with your duplicates, then he has to make an additional roll to see if he attacks you versus the duplicates? A sense check. A sense check to be able to target me instead of the duplicates. He said he rolled a 16. Yeah. Then he makes it. Well, that was was against your... um, Oh, stealth. Stealth. He'll have to make another Mm -hmm. one when it's time to attack you if he Mm -hmm. decides to attack you. Mm -hmm. Um, And once he rolls it, he doesn't have to roll again. And same okay. with all the other ones. Cool. Uh, then, so you are going inside. Uh, what you see inside is a typical mechanic shop. There's some cars uh, up on lifts getting repaired. Uh, there's a couple of really kind of souped up Barbie-sized cars in there that you can see. Um, and Grizz and three of his lieutenants who are much bigger than the mooks you guys have been fighting uh, are all sitting around 
uh, a table. They were playing cards, but they've obviously been alerted that they are under attack. No. Um. Was it the so, screaming? Was it the screaming in the barbed wire? <laughs> it, or the flying it, doors? <laughs> Maybe you should change your uh, hero name from Super Horse to Barbed Wire. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's cool. BW. Yeah. Um, Title idea. So, <laughs> uh, so they are uh, ready to fight you guys. So it is rolly oh, rolly time. Uh, speed, right? Yes. I've got a 10. 14. Are we doing this like every single time? That was the original plan. I'm just going to do it once per combat now because I'm not having us roll all night. <laughs> okay. Uh, the one time I got 13. Darn. Well, it's okay. They got a 13 as well. What's your speed? Plus seven. Plus seven. All right. That means you're going to go before them. Yes. What did you so get, Super Crud? 14. 14. And Chico, what was yours? 10. All right. So it is going to go Super Crud, Barbara, Bad Guys, uh, Chico. All right, so Chico, what is your plan? What are you going to do? I'm going to... Well, I know who Grizz Whistlefizz is. I, me and my clones are going to focus down Grizz Whistlefizz with some potatoes like we were going to do out there. But everyone beat me to the punch. I'm just helping you out, showing you oh, how no, to you're... do it. No, it's awesome. <laughs> Chico's just a little slow. He's just a little, little green around the gills, just trying to Figure it so, out. So mechanically, which one, which of the preparation phase things are you doing? Um, for preparation, we're going to, I'd imagine, get into range. And then for the action, it's going to be energy projection. Okay, so you are going to, for yours, you're going to take a turn to get in range. Am I understanding that correctly? Yes. Okay. Uh, that means they... Um, Grizz is actually, it seems like he is getting up to run to go hit what looks like there's like a big red button in the back, uh, and his three lieutenants are going to prepare to defend him. Uh, so they are standing up and kind of like getting big and bad in front of them. They're actually going to roll defensively. So they're mm. going to get a defensive bonus. Uh, Barbara, what are you doing? I have climbed up onto the docks because I have been putting these uh, statues here, decorating the place, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm already on the docks, hopefully. Yes. Okay, and I have a ranged attack. So I'd like to think that since the door is gone, I can throw a potion. Yes. None of these guys are mooks, though, so we'll only hit one of them. Okay. I'd like to hit the one closest to me so that my odds of hitting them are better, if that makes sense. Like, just in the in the theater of the mind, the one closest to the front near the docks. Okay, that works for me. So I roll my 2d6 and I add my... Uh, that will ranged. be after Super, Super Crud gets to declare what he's going to do and then he's going to do it. Got it. Because it goes bottom of order yeah. to top and then top down. Super Crud, what are you doing? I declare Super Crud is going to take to the air... He's going to fly over the lieutenants and Grizzly Bear, land between the button and Griswold, and punch the heck out of Grizzly. 
Okay, so you are going to, for your turn, you're going to use your turn to get within range, and then you're uh, going to attack, correct? Your prep how phase, you're going the, to... How big is the building? I wouldn't think I would have to move very far. Well, it's basically, think of it kind of like D&D, where there's move and then attack. You're using your mm -hmm. movement phase to get there, and then you're going to attack. Yeah. So you're not going to get a prep to get bonuses to your attack. You're going to move up to your speed to get to him. So you're you're using your turn to move. Your prep well, phase okay. to move. I forgot to add that in the last one anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so you used your prep to move. So go ahead and roll your to hit, and he will roll his invulnerability. See, now I'm between him and the button. He can't hit that button. Not without getting through you. All right, so that is going to be... He got a 15. I got a 21. Okay, so you do hit him. You will be at plus six for the damage. Ooh, he did real well there. 21 to soak up. Uh, 22 to hit. Okay, so you do one wound to him. How do you like that? Or how do you like that, citizen? <laughs> uh, he kind of smiles at you and flexes. Uh, Barbara, it's your turn. I throw a potion. I call this one the perfected working of life draining. And it doesn't heal me at all. It's not technically life draining. It's not really perfected yet. But um, I'm. it definitely hurts other people. So I throw the potion, and I'd like the potion to hit the goblin closest to the dock inside okay. the building. His evasion was 11. Okay, I rolled a ranged weapon to hit of 21. Okay, so you super hit him. <laughs> uh, to hit, there is no levels of success, so you got him real good, but you do get... Uh, you're probably going to do some good damage to him because he got a 9 on his soak up, and you're, what, plus 11 for damage, plus whatever? Plus... I have an accuracy rank of plus 10. And so you're got, plus 21 to... I got a 10 for, on the dice. So it's 31... So that's three. He took three wounds from that. So explain to us what happened. I threw a bottle and the bottle hit this goblin. And when it hit them, like it exploded and a puff of red smoke erupted from the explosion site. And that red smoke like caved out uh, the tissue like three centimeters deep everywhere it touched. It just Gross. scooped out the tissue. <laughs> yeah, I'm not so good at the, the drinking it yet, but I've got the, the taking it down. You just skinned this guy? <laughs> well, like down to the bone, yeah. Flayed him more than skinned him. Just, the skin's down, still just on. down to the bone? Not, not yeah. any more than that, just down to the bone. Like and three centimeters, like really, it depends where it hits, you know. Only about half of his body. That, that that should scoop out the nerves. It won't be painful, right? Right. I mean, that's true. <laughs> so just you another just broke, day. You just broke the rule that you swore to uphold and not killing anybody. I didn't kill anybody. I have to choose he, to kill people in this game. You scooped out <laughs> his skin. He's going to die. No, because it's in the air around him. You just got to catch it and put it back if you want it. I mean, I, I don't have that part down yet. But <laughs> still, hey, if you want your skin, go get it. It's just in the mist. All right. It, which is inside so, the bottle. There you go. See, Barbara, it's, you're, it's fine. You're, you're lucky uh, Cal's not here. You'd be getting violations. It's in the 
bottle. It's, it can go back on. Um, Grizz is going to swing at Cal. Bring it. So roll your evade and tell me what that number is. 14. I get plus six to that. You rolled a 14 plus six or your total is 14? Total is 14. Total, okay. Then he you can't does roll 14 hit... on two D6s. Fair point. <laughs> I'm great at math. Um, <laughs> uh, he does hit you, but only by one extra. So damage, unless you roll real bad, shouldn't be too bad. Ooh, unless I roll really well. Uh, that's going to be a 19. 19 to soak. All right, you take one damage. <gasps> that's okay. And I get regeneration at the end of my turn. But you said Cal is, he's been invulnerable, or Supercrud's been invulnerable to this point, right? Ooh, uh, can't canonically. Uh, yeah. This is the first yeah, time. Yep. So is there anything that affects Supercrud a la Kryptonite for Superman? Um, Ooh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, this is your very last adventure as Supercrud, and we finally find out what your Kryptonite is. I never thought about the Kryptonite. Um, it can be any. It could be an HR. That's that's the thing head. I'm trying to go for is an HR <laughs> thing. It's um, pink ink on a, a an employment form. <laughs> it's it, it's where he gets touched. You know how you got the the what doll. The it's like where where did he touch you? <laughs> Cal. It was foreshadowing from the beginning of the episode. <laughs> that's inappropriate, Cal. All right, so exactly that's why it's his weakness. Since Grizz is so small, <laughs> when I love he this swings. Think of it like a speed bag. That's oh. what just happens. Like, cringe in real life. And that's what Grizz does to you. Oh, and no. it is the one first, weakness. His it's testicles. It's the first time in Super Crud's life that he has felt pain like this. This is the pain that you dealt to, to uh, um, Lothario. Remember that one episode? No. You don't remember? You what episode him, I was in? You punched him in the balls, remember? No, oh. I don't recall you that. Don't remember yeah. that. Oh, my oh, God. I do yeah. remember that. Yeah, yeah HR relations in space. You guys yeah, were, for happened, some reason, yeah. lining up to take hits on one another. It was very... <laughs> he asked you to punch him in the balls, and you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay, yeah. I, I recall that now. There was um, foreshadowing. foreshadowing. <laughs> you, you, want, you want me to do it again? It was planned the whole season, listeners. <laughs> yeah, we're so good at planning. <laughs> All right. Yes, um, he has the one weakness every other man has as well. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> Not Unix. Fair point. Fair point. Um, yeah. so, There's a solution. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm going to roll. Well, the one that uh, Barbara attacked is going to attack her, well, or at least try to. Uh, Barbara, what is your <laughs> roll your evasion for? They rolled a 13 to hit you. Okay, my evade is plus three. That's a 10. All right, so they do hit you. That's plus three. And for damage, they rolled a 14. Does that mean- Roll your uh, soak or your toughness. 
I don't have either of those. Then it's just 2d6? You don't have invulnerable? No. I'm sorry. You're going to hurt. Eh, I got regeneration, so as long as it doesn't do 11 hit points to me, I'll live and then kill them. What? (laughs) You mean like the last guy? That's this person. I mean, they're missing three centimeters of flesh. And it's in a bottle. You You want me to throw this out? Do you want me to throw this out? (laughs) You described it as to the bone. (laughs) Yeah. Let me just pour your skin back on you. Yeah, you want this back? (laughs) To the bone, you say. (laughs) So how much damage do I take? Um, Did you roll your 2d6? Oh, I'm rolling it? Yeah, roll your 2d6 and I subtract that from my damage. I have to still beat your roll. Five. Five? What did I? I took it. Did anyone remember what I got? Because I said it and then I took it off the screen and I can't remember. Uh, we don't have real time playback. We have people will knock us later playback, but we don't have okay. real time. Well, then we'll just say you take one damage. Because no, I forgot roll the again. Numbers. Like, make okay, it fair. Don't just give me like. Well, I, I know I would have beaten it. you. I just don't remember if it was one or two. It's yeah, it's two, okay. Then. It's only one. It's two. We'll, we'll give you one because I rerolled it and two. I got a twelve. I have regeneration. I'll be fine. Okay, you took two points of damage or two right. wounds. Excellent. Um, Down to the nine. next one. Is going to attack Barbara. Oh. I rolled it. I didn't just pick out of the air. I rolled. <laughs> um, they got a 14 to hit. Roll your evasion. 12. Okay. So they do hit you. Now roll your 2d6 to see how much of this you will soak up. They got a 14. 10. All right. So you take one more damage. All right. I'm down to eight hit points. The second one. I'm sorry, Barbara, these dice do not like you, because a third one is attacking you. Well, you know, it's only fair. She did encase four people in barbed wire. <laughs> That's fair. And then melted the skin off of another one. Yeah. And the alert did come from the front door, and then she came through the front door, so it does make sense that... That's yeah. where they think the threat's coming from. Grizz is, yeah, Grizz is um, taking care of Crud, and Chico is a bunch of scarecrows. They're looking at Chico yeah. like, what is this scarecrow posse going to do? And the second one got a 14 to hit. Uh, I only rolled two that time. Are they physically attacking me, like punching me? Yeah. Okay, so These if guys I went in the water, g- I could throw potions from there because I have ranged attack. But That's you are not in the water. You came to the water. I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, next time. <laughs> okay. Retreat. <laughs> uh, and then the fourth one is going after Chico. Oh, oh. How, many, how much damage did I take for that third? Oh, we need to roll your damage. That's right. I got a six. I don't know if that does anything. Uh, it does six. I soak six? You take two yep. more points of damage because I rolled Ooh. a 14. I'm sorry, yeah. 15. Yeah, I'm down to six hit points. So uh, I'm going to go back in the water and I'm going to continue to throw potions from there. <laughs> uh, the one that is attacking, Chico, rolled a 17 to hit you. Ooh, I've got pretty high evasion. What was it again? Let me look up. Plus six. Nope. Uh, nine total. All right, so he hits you. Roll your uh, invulnerability to see how much you soak up. Four. Four? Okay, he does five. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before well, before he does the damage, go ahead and roll perception. Oh, right. Or sense. Oh, sense. What does he have to beat? Because he rolled a let's see, 13. An 18. Hmm? What does he have to get? Oh. um, With this many clones out? A 12. 
Okay, he rolled an 18, so he sees you. Okay. Uh, and he did hit you um, for... Oh, roll your uh, toughness. See how much, how many wounds he does to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I already rolled that. It was a four. Oh, a four? Uh, uh, you take two wounds. Mm-hmm. Ooh. All right. It is Chico's turn. All right. We're going to engage what we were about to do, uh, throwing all of our potatoes at Grizz Whistlefizz. Okay, that's... so you're ignoring the one that's attacking you? Mm-hmm. And we're going after the leader, yep. Okay. So that's all seven of us. I'm going to go ahead and roll for those. That'll be a 10, 13, 15, 14, 14, and 17. Okay, he got an 11 for his evade. Deeming the... I've got I've got him here. Um the only one I got that was less was a 10, so okay, five of them hit and then to soak up his damage toughness. Okay, his soak up damage roll is 19. Mhm. Let's see how much you get on each of these. I get a You said it was originally 12 or What's the, originally 12? If, the evasion his original yeah. evasion is 12. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh. Okay, so I've got a 14, 12, 12, 17, and 22. So the 22 is the only one that actually does damage to him then. Mm-hmm. So he takes one wound. Ooh. So all these he potatoes just flying all around him, just blowing up all over them, and one hits well, solid. They do hit him. A lot of them hit him, but his mm-hmm. invulnerability was high enough that only one of them actually does a wound to him. So, like, they're hitting him, and he's burning, and he's dodging, and they're doing, like, they're bouncing off and giving him, like, think, like, cigarette burns, and then one mm-hmm. of them, like, gets him in the eye. And, ah! Mm-hmm. That didn't work. I got, this got to deal with, I'm in trouble. Uh, all right, so let's, it is, again, the pre, uh, the prep phase. So, Chico, what are you going to do? And keep track of your bonuses, because I realize we actually haven't been giving those bonuses. So, Chico, what are you going to do? Oh, yeah, the bonuses we get. I should have added some of those bonuses, those damages. To Oh, well. Um, At this point, I'm going to take a look at what I got. If I'm reading it right, the... Uh, ignore me, never mind. <laughs> Chico is going to burrow and have his his duplications um, start attacking. Okay, so you're attacking. going to use your ability to burrow. Yes. Uh the bad guys are going to prep their defenses. Actually, no, they're going to get ready to fight you all because now they're all engaged. Uh, Barbara, what are you going to do? I'm going to run and leap and fly through the air and splash into the water and then paddle there with a pool of red around me as I regenerate, recover one wound at the end of every round as a free turn and then throw a potion back at them. Okay, so you're going to use your prep phase to move an action to get out of combat. Yeah. Okay, uh, and that leaves Cal. What are you going to do? He is going to prepare to attack. All right, so you get plus three to hit, so go ahead and roll your hit on Grizz. Okay, so first uh, he gets the regener- uh, he also has regeneration, so he gets the wound back at the end of the last round. So uh, Super Crud returns the smile that he received and says, you shouldn't hit someone there, citizen. And 
returns the kick. All right, Roy, roll to hit him. Right where he got he got kicked. <laughs> you guys are vicious. Playing a game of Rochambeau over here. <laughs> so that's Ooh. gonna be twenty-three to uh to smack the guy's little giblets. Okay, you beat me by one, so you get him, but you only get a plus yeah. one on damage. Alrighty. Uh and his soak up is twenty even. Fifteen. I got. Ro I rolled. Okay, then he takes no damage from it. Well, that's not cool. Apparently, he's wearing a cup. Apparently, or he just doesn't have any. Or you kick him. He's like, ha 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 ha. I'm kind of into it. Ah, <laughs> uh, a eunuch. I see. <laughs> I don't know um, what's going on, but it doesn't sound good. <laughs> uh, Barbara, it is your turn. I'm floating in the water. The water's turning a bit red, and I throw a potion back at those people who took half my hit points in one turn. Are you going to hit the same one you hit before, or are you aiming for a different one? Same one I hit before. All right. Roll to hit. My ranged weapon is a 17. That one's evasion. It's a 14. So you hit him, and you're plus three for damage. Which is after the plus three, 22. Do you want the name of this spell? Yes. Incantation of Transform Misfortune. So what happens then? With these spells, I just like, I if you're okay with it, I want you to tell me what's going on. They start to turn into a frog, but okay. it goes so wrong. I'm going to say then mechanically what happens his head transforms into a frog and he can't breathe for a second since amphibians breathe through their skin. He can't figure out how to get air and starts to suffocate a little bit. And that's where the damage comes from. That's terrifying. Barbara, stop. <laughs> well, I was kind of keeping it in line with all of the other terrifying things Barbara has done tonight. And she's so bubbly. She's like, ha ha, you're going to die in a horrific way. Yay. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking, like, I'm getting a little bit of, like, Abby from NCIS vibes from her. Like, cute and bubbly, but also has a dark side. Nobody's dying. Officially, canonically, I have to choose to kill you. You're fine. That's true. That's true. Don't do crimes. All right. Uh, or your so... skin will melt off. <laughs> the one with one wound left that Barbara has... Uh, Almost suffocated and burned off half of his skin. Um, it's in a bottle. You can pour it back on. Barbara, make <laughs> a... Just beat my 2d6 and see if this guy even wants to keep fighting. And I rolled pretty low. So just give me a 2d6. Nine? Nine. Okay. He's going to try to run away. He doesn't want to fight this fight anymore. I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he's running. Um, the second one on you is going to. Hey, after you're done wigging out, you should come back to the fire breathing kittens hall and I'll pull your skin back on. You hear him go, maybe I'll think <laughs> about it. As Ruby. he hops away because he's mostly frog at this point. Um, <laughs> you burned away half his human side. Than... <laughs> I don't understand. That sounds like an amazing like villain. Like half frog, half goblin. Got his skin flayed off by his arch nemesis, are... barbed wire. You're going to make me write an NPC for this guy, aren't you? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, um, so... 
Uh, to hit, he rolled a 14. Is your evasion roll better than a 14? Who? You. I'm in the water. He's trying to hit you with a chain. I, I am far away. <laughs> uh, I guess they did say they were going to use their turn. So he's going to use the rest. of. They're going to basically tell you what. First one's going to see if he's going to charge the water. First one is not going to charge the water. So he's going to pick a new enemy to attack next turn. Second one is also not going to go to the water. He's going to pick a new enemy next turn. Fourth one is going to come for you, though. Actually, no, there's only there was three on you. The last one's on Chico. So they've all decided Barbara's not worth it because she does terrifying things. Maybe they should fight other people. Um, Grizz is going to swing at Super Crud again. Oh, that was not a roll. Uh, 15 to hit. What's your evasion? I just rolled a 15. Okay, so he barely hits you then, and his damage is probably not going to get past your soak up. Uh, a 14. I rolled a 16. Okay, so he hits you but does no damage. You kind of turn a little bit to the side as he tries to, to clobber you one more time. Oh, he crossed his legs. <laughs> uh, Chico, for you, a 17 to hit. Mm-hmm. I got a 14. Okay, so he does hit you. This is the same guy, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, 12 for uh, damage. I got a six. Okay, so he does two damage to you then. Okay. And now it is your turn. Chico's holding on to... Okay, I'm getting shot, right? Uh, No, these guys have, like, chains. They didn't have guns on them, so they're oh, okay. like... Beating so you with, with a, chains. With, with a couple bullet holes and a bunch of uh, chain whips, he's like, ah, I'm going to need to back down. Get, get him, guys. Directing you guys and the scarecrows that have the duplicates. Because they're not attacking the duplicates, they're attacking me. So I'm burrowing away and getting mm-hmm. out of there. And then I'll have my duplicates attack, well, that guy that was targeting me to, to get him off me. Okay. Because he sees where I'm burrowing away. That's yeah. why you always lose. You keep running away and not taking your licks. Got to toughen up. 11 for evasion. So they're attacking with just carrots at this point. Let's see? Pointy okay. carrots? And, and of, oh, yeah, they're very pointy. Oh, you you, you do know that, uh, that Cal killed a guy with a carrot once? Really? Like a pencil. No, it was, it was a carrot. <laughs> No, like a pencil. Through I'm the confused. eyes. He made a disappear. Yeah, no, it, it was a what carrot. Epi- Wait, he, what episode? It was the dream episode. Oh, I haven't he wanted, heard that one yet. He dra- he dreamt for a gun, and he was given a carrot. So he pushed <laughs> it through their eye. <laughs> it was a Dark Knight reference. He made the pen disappear. But he made the carrot disappear in the guy's face. I nice. got what you were saying, Barbara. Okay, so that was maximum for the first one that was 18 then 12 15 14 15 12 so again that was 18 12 15 14 15 12 was that to hit or was that the damage that was the hit okay all of them hit because i rolled what an 11 Mm -hmm. yeah an 11 okay uh and then his soak up damage 12 wow okay so i've got a 14 17 20, 22, 19, and 16. So all of those do damage. Um, 
So there's a lot of wounds that just happened. So this guy, how many of them were there? Six. Six. Well, he had six wounds. So you perfect threw six <laughs> carrots into him, and he is perfectly at zero. Now, the way it's supposed to work is, hold on, let's see. Now I need to, because he has reached negative wounds. Uh-oh. Which mechanically means he needs to make a stamina roll. Did she go get another violation? <laughs> well, when you shove a carrot in every orifice, yeah. What's an orifice? I'm just, I'm not going to deal with that. He is, I'll just say he is unconscious. You've knocked him out. Or if not, his morale is broken. He's going to try to run next turn. Because I'm supposed to make a, a roll to see if he stays on his feet. And mm-hmm. if he does, he's going to try to run. So let's see. Well, a two and a three with that, I'm going to say no, he did not make his roll, and he is unconscious. Uh, So it is now, Chico, what are you planning on doing next turn? How long do these uh duplicates of yours last? Until they're taken out. They each have one HP, so. Okay, so they just have to be hit? Yeah. See, and I just realized that I could just avoid getting hit by burrowing. And letting them do all the attacking. <laughs> but I so was assume they... they... I had the duplicates, so they'd be the ones targeted. I didn't yeah. realize a 12 was that low. They do count this... as mooks, though, so they will be taken out in one turn. Ah, that's fine. Um, But so what... So you are going to stay burrowed and let your uh, straw people defend you? Yes, for as long okay. as they stand up. The bad guys... None of them are attacking Barbara anymore because they decided that's a bad idea. And I'm so, far away. Yeah. So high is Cal, low is Chico. Hi. So one is after Chico. One ran away, one's unconscious. Yeah, there's two left. Uh, and one is going after Cal and Grizz. Uh, Grizz is actually going to try to push past Cal and hit the red button. There's a red button. That's what yeah, he was trying to get to. That, that's why Cal put himself between him and the red button. Ah. And Cal, it is your turn to decide what you're going to do and then do it. Uh, you skipped Barbara. Oh, you're right. Barbara, what are you going to do? I have a spell. So you're going to mess stuff up. I'm going <laughs> to take out some of the people and make them unconscious. Better to be arrested for for justice. That's a great idea. I love it. Super crud, what are you going to do? Super crud wants to grab onto Grizz, fly him up into the air, and drop him. Is there a mechanic for grappling? Tell you what, here's how we're going to do that. Tell me if you think it's fair. It's going to be a hit contest, so you're, it'll, it'll be a to hit first, and then it will be a contested... Um, what role do you think would be most appropriate for a contested role? Um... Fighting? Yeah. Or might. I think fighting. Okay. Uh, then it will be a contested fighting roll. So roll to hit him first. Okay. That is going to be a 22. Okay. So you hit him. Dang. Uh, so now it's a contested fighting roll. 21. 22. Okay. So you have. So are you picking him up in the air and keeping him there, or are you picking him up and dropping him? What are you? I am picking him up, going straight up as high as I can, and just dropping him. 
Okay, it's a single story building. Oh, we're going through a door and up. Door's right there. Um, I didn't understand that you were trying to take him out of the building. Uh, I will say that is going to take an additional turn, but you do have him grappled, so he can't do anything this turn. You've completely, uh, innate, basically stopped him from moving. Um, okay. Uh, can I counter with we're outside the door at least, and the next turn will be taking him straight up? Yes. That's what I can say. So you are outside with him, but he will get one more chance to break free since you had to... You prepared to get your advantage to attack him. You attacked him, you got him, and then you had to move. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm I'm playing fair that, you know... Yeah. Because we're, we're playing a little Calvin ball here with the rules. <laughs> <laughs> but that also means that I'm on my way from his mooks. Yes, you are. Um, but that So you've taken Grizz out of the combat. Uh, Barbara, it is your turn. There are still two... Uh, Lieutenant Standing. I roll my ranged weapon, and I got a 20 to hit. My ranged weapon is a thrown potion. They got a 16 to dodge, so you do hit them. My accuracy roll is a 17, and then I add the 4, right? So that's 21. Yes. Uh, So you are going to do two wounds to them then. And what spell are you doing? (laughs) <laughs> the name of this wound is the past curse of ice and worth. And how that manifests is that behind their ear and down the back of their neck is a cold whisper of all of the negative things that they kept hearing on repeat that people ever said about them. You know, those things that when you're thinking about later, you can't forget the wording of the past curse of ice and worth makes them literal cold damage in your brain you're gonna bully them to death not to death they don't die nobody dies in this game i'm a hero so you throw this potion and it hits his head and all this this person can think about it goes over and over and over again in their head and it's you're just like your father you're just like your father you're just like your father. And he takes two points of damage and starts weeping. Because his father was a bastard. He was. <laughs> uh, it is their turn. Um, the one on Super Crud is going to run outside and try to take a swing at you. He's. Uh, it's about all he can do. He's like, oh, crap, he's got the boss. Nanny, nanny, boo, boo. If he was smart, he would have run for the uh, the button, but I didn't roll well for him, so he didn't roll. He didn't think of that. Oh, uh, not great. A eleven to hit. Yeah, I rolled an eighteen. Okay, so he does not hit. I love the plus ten to invulnerable. There's one more on Chico. Uh, he is going to take out or try to take out your mooks. Mm-hmm. Um, he rolled a 17 to hit. Let's see, let me roll. I should just roll for a singular, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be <laughs> snake eyes. We are all collectively rolling <laughs> snake eyes tonight. <laughs> all right, so he... There's been a few. Yeah. All right, so then that'll be plus 16 to hit for damage next turn. Uh, So a... 34 for damage. 
I don't think you can beat that and take at least one. So he wipes out your mooks. Your mooks are gone. (laughs) He realized at that moment they were straw. He's like, oh, dang, now, but I thought I was going to hit me a rabbit. Poof. (laughs) Straw. Uh, Chico, it's your turn. Oh, no. And that's the only time I can use it. I can only use it once per scene. So I used it. This is still the same scene. So I can't use duplication again. What am I going to do? What did you declare? You, you, actually, you're staying burrowed. You declared that you were going to stay burrowed mm-hmm. and let your people attack. I'm going so to now that I'm you're doing, out, now that I'm out of sight for right now. I'm going to stealth so I can get back into advantageous position and move myself. Um, we're inside of a building. Is there like a second floor that like, would have it, to be next turn because you declared mm-hmm. you were hiding underground and letting your straw people take mm-hmm. do the attack? So I next s- turn. So you've declared mm-hmm. since. We're at the top of the order again. You've declared now you're using your ability to do stealth and you're going to use your turn to move out of the burrow. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that is what you will be doing your turn. Uh, mm-hmm. The bad guys, um, Grizz is going to try to break free of this hold, obviously, uh, and he's also going to scream at his two lieutenants, somebody push the dang button. Well, I mean, he's going to get let go, yeah. Um, his two lieutenants are going to try to run and go hit the button. Well, that's if he screams, right? If he Talking, screams, the I button. think, is a free action. Yeah, but I get to act first. You do. So you're going to screw up Grizz. You're you're gonna mess him up. I guess we'll see how bad it is. He's still got some hit points, so unless it is possible that is what Grizz is planning on doing. We'll see if it happens. Uh and then Barbara, what are you gonna do? Okay, so I'm loving this website. I really am. I'm definitely going to attack a lieutenant, right? Mm-hmm. There's only one left, right? No, there's two. Oh. Okay. One's almost dead. Do I roll now or later? Uh, Later. You're just declaring what you're doing, so you're going to attack. I'm going to attack. Super crud. I'm going straight up with, uh, with Grizzy, and I'm going to, once I get up to the very top, I'm going to drop him on top of his uh, lieutenant. Okay. So we are, I'm not going to say you have to hit because you've already grabbed him. It is just going to be a contested strength roll. I'm going to give, or a fight roll. I'm going to give him disadvantage since you've already got him. I think that's fair unless you disagree. No, that's fine. I will take your advantage. (laughs) Uh, With disadvantage, he got a 19 for fighting. I got a 20. You've beaten him by one every time. That is really impressive. I, I'm just saying. I, I, I rolled a six and a four, and I got a plus ten. Okay. Um, what is your flight movement? Uh, five. Five. Okay. I'm going to let you roll five times, and he is going to roll his toughness against it five times to see how much damage he takes from this fall. Uh, okay. Because what I'm thinking in my mind is you use your full turn to fly up and you're going to drop him and it just multiples of that damage. So his first one, he soaked up 16. 27. All right, so he's taken one damage. His second one, 24. 22. Two damage. No, I'm sorry, that was one damage. So he's taken one. Um, The next one, 18. 21. He's taken two damage. Fourth roll. 19 again. 21. 
three damage last roll. Ooh, an 11. That's as low, I'm sorry, a 12. That's as low as I can roll. 22. All right, so he takes a total of three damage. He is not looking good, but he does survive the fall. What about his lieutenant that he got dropped onto? Oh, did you say you were dropping him on a lieutenant? Yes, I did. Uh, the lieutenant's going to make an evasion roll to see if he can get out of the way. Roll to hit on the lieutenant. Roll to hit, okay. 19. 19, okay, you do hit him. Um, I will let you decide, do you want him to take the same damage Grizz took because you threw him on top of him, or do you want to roll different damage for him? I think the same damage would be fair. Okay, then he takes four damage. He's out, which leaves the one yes. that was weeping about his terrible father. Um, Barbara, it is your turn. <laughs> he is openly weeping while trying to move towards the big red button. Oh, it's too bad. Um, so I'm going to roll my ranged <laughs> weapon, which is my throne potion, and that's a 14. You just hit him. He rolled a 14. <laughs> okay, my accuracy is also a 14. You do two... Di you dropped him. And just barely. And what that looks like <laughs> is... This one's called... I almost went with tiara melting, because that's hilarious. I don't even know what that is. But I went with the one right after that on the list, which is... Touches of blessed timelessness. So what I gave him was... A mini universe of existence inside where he already was, which was the cold whispers on his neck. It's not a great time to do LSD and trip out for a few hours. Um, so time dilation in that moment wasn't a gift. And that's, that's why the two extra damage. <laughs> so you made him feel his pain for his father for a long time. Yeah, about the duration of one universe. So a little while. <laughs> okay, yes, your new character is just as evil as your last one. Even but more. She's, uh -huh. So I he's was... not dead. Um, he's had a while to think. It's been about a second, though. But yeah, you're but right. He's... Even <laughs> more because she does it with a smile. So you see. <laughs> the question is, does Barbara know what the potions she made does? And I'm thinking no. <laughs> doesn't matter. She can clearly see the results. Yeah. So I would love to watch Barbara make, like, potion making, like, I don't know, singing the pop music while she's, like, mixing whatever's <laughs> flying around. And it's mind blindfolded because she doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> well, so this, this uh, potion hits him in the head. Yeah. And it breaks and it gets in. And you see him just curl up in the fetal position and go <laughs> catatonic. Worked. It worked. It's effective. He's not dead, but he wants but his to be. Soul is. <laughs> you you killed his will to live, and you see him willing himself to die. Oh my goodness! Just because of some touches of blessed timelessness. Blessed by whose definition? <laughs> All right, um, so you guys, uh, it's Chico, it is your turn, and you have a bloodied Grizz Whistlefizz laying on the ground 
you are up and you are stealthy. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me roll for stealth. <laughs> That's a 14. He sees you. <laughs> so as you crawl out of your hole, he's bleeding. He's like, I see you, rabbit guy. Oh, wait, is everyone not pretty much incapacitated? Yeah, he's the only one. Well, just like Kronk from the Emperor's New Groove, I'm going to be like sneaking around. Everyone can see me. I'm actually humming like a sneaking song. <laughs> and I'm going to grab one of the uh, handcuffs from Crud it, while, while doing this and go up to Grizz Whistlefizz while humming this tune and like handcuff him. Be like, I did it! He's did still it. conscious. He's not going to just let you... Well, he might. Uh... <laughs> Beat my roll and see if I'll let you handcuff him. <laughs> What's the just roll? Just two d six. Just roll your. Just roll two d six. Okay. Whew. I got nine. You beat him. I got a seven. So you come over with the handcuffs, and Grizz is like, "Fine." <laughs> Holds up his hands, like, "I didn't want to work for this bitch anyway." Wait, work for who? Well, that's a very good question. I'm working for the Safosi crime family. A Safosi crime family? I never heard of him. Y'all ever heard of him? It turns his attention to. The crud, super crud, and barbed wire. <laughs> what what a fitting name. What a fitting name. <laughs> Everyone around Nicomoy knows about the Safiosi. I don't. <laughs> yeah, you're not from Nicomoy. That's true. Super crud lands next to y'all. Yes, citizen. They are the worst crime family in the city. I've been fighting them for years. Well, you're not doing a super great job. We just stole all the water. <laughs> Slap. Ouch. <laughs> you see what crime got you? <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> I uncork the bottle with the dude's skin so it'll float back to him. <laughs> he was the one that ran away. Yeah, it'll, it'll find him eventually. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's gonna be screaming in pain and running away from the spectral like flesh thing chasing after him, not knowing exactly what it is. It's your he's own nerves. Also, he's also half frog. <laughs> oh, it's the same Oh my god. Why do I make courage villains? I don't understand. So and that there's still four guys out front wrapped in barbed wire screaming for mercy. Yeah. <laughs> And one guy kind of tonic on the floor. Yeah, that's true. And one guy who just got, you know, splatted by uh, Grizz Whizzlefizz. He's not dead unless you guys want to kill him, but uh, he is unconscious. Oh, no, nobody's going to quote unquote die. They've just, <laughs> you know, may never recover right. <laughs> it's sort of like Batman doesn't kill people. He just ruins their life and livelihood with uh, unpayable medical bills. <laughs> Crippling is not killing. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you guys have now caused this scene of pandemonium. You have Grizz arrested. Uh, we have the people in barbed wire, the catatonic guy, the unconscious guy, Grizz... Did one or two of them run away? I think one of them ran away. One of them got away. The rest of them got, are going to the hospital. Yeah. For a very long time. Except maybe not Grizz. He looks like he's healing up pretty quick as you guys are beating him up. Yeah, we can fix that. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you say that to him? 
<laughs> as you see his wounds healing. Sure, why not? Here, have <laughs> like, a potato. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd rather you didn't. I'll cooperate. All you, right, you, and you then just... I take back my potato. <laughs> Y'all, you, you, you take me to the prison now. I'm ready to go. Are you done singing yet, citizen? Uh, I mean, no. <laughs> tell me what you want to know, and I'll tell you what you want to know. Tell us everything. Well, I got I got hired by the crime family to steal all this water. He's going to give it to them. They're going to resell it. Uh, they, they told us if we ever got in trouble to push that big red button back there, but y'all kind of stopped me from doing that, so I couldn't push my big red button. Uh, the crime family hired me. It was somebody pretty high up. But normally, we work with, uh, with uh, Don Kissel, but uh, someone above him is actually coming to town and kind of running the show. What happens when you push the big red button? I don't know. Some wolf guy comes and uh, you know really gives it to people. I've 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 only done it one time to watch him kick somebody's butt in my in my crew. Anybody want to fight a wolf guy? <laughs> I'm good. I'm hurting pretty bad. <laughs> I was expecting it was gonna open up a garage door and then like a giant monster truck with flamethrowers would come out. Well, I mean that would be he- fun. He he does show up in a in a really cool car when I push the button, but it's not like a monster truck or anything. It's more like a sports car. I am betting that it's your uh, Georgie Porgy. Ah. Uh. Yeah, but I have eight hit points. Wait, nine. I recovered one. I haven't seen Georgie Porgy in a while. He's been going after Errol. He's Errol's rival now. But no, that makes sense. Nah, we don't want to fight him. Okay. I'm hurting. Chica says uh, with a couple bullet wounds and just scars from all those chains. I'm ready to go home. <laughs> Crime fighting's hard. I told you. Yeah, you told me. But it was sure fun. Well, you've definitely uh, disrupted our operation here. We're not going to be stealing any water for a while. No, you're going to the hospital and then jail. Yep, that's the plan. Meanwhile, I'm we're going to confiscate your cars. I mean, they're, they're going to go to a police impound, right? Sure. All right, that's fine. Do what you want. <laughs> we're just leaning in the hole. Yep, this is just, this is the process. Yep. So now yep. the super cred mobile. <laughs> they are all rather small. They're goblin sized. Do you guys okay, want to hear two more, two more potions? <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm well, afraid if, now. If if you if we have to, then we have to push the button so they can be used. Ah, uh, no, I'll tell you when I sign off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So as you guys are hanging out in the uh, the garage, Batmoth flies in and doesn't land close enough for any of you to smack him because he knows better now. <laughs> A bug. We, so we you guys have done. A, a really uh, impressive job here tonight. Well, of course. I was it's thinking super crud. I was thinking maybe we could form some sort of like group of superheroes and call ourselves like the Great Friends or like the League of Justice or something. Ah. I'm just spitballing ideas here. If you guys have have better names, you know, I feel like we could really help each other out. I I'm not really sure about that. Crime fighting is really hard, and I might not be cut out for it, but Batmoth, where were you tonight? And not only that, where were you for the past, I don't know, a couple months? You told me to go start fighting crime, and I haven't seen you in 
forever. Well, I've been I've been fighting crime in Motham, and I didn't fight tonight because I'm a moth, and those <laughs> guys are goblins, and those are a lot bigger than moths, and I don't have superpowers or anything. Like my superpower is I'm rich and kind of crazy, so I'm not gonna <laughs> fight people who can actually kill me. I, I guess that makes sense. I, I don't know who much because I'm just a little rabbit. But that makes I guess that's about I guess that sounds about right. What do you think, Super Crud? So your role in this group is the financial backer? Yes. And also, like, I'm pretty good at detective work. And I've got a really great uh informant network and uh, some great technology that we've we've taken from the uh this the space station that fell. Well then, welcome to the League of Extraordinary Beings. That that's a lot better name than I had. Uh but like listen, my money, it's really available to you guys. Like since we're since we're all part of the League of Extraordinary Beings now, like I've got lawyers on retainer. I can help you guys out with any sort of like legal issues you have as the uh, I don't know why I'm slipping into New York with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you settle hospital bills? Uh usually I'm the one sending people to the hospital. No, you're Bow. not, because you're small. Okay, I'm usually the one sending insects to the vet. Batmoth. <laughs> well, I meant for other people. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, yeah. Good. I need good, like, insurance. <laughs> for you? Like, when you have car insurance and you can pay for the hospital bills of the people who you hit with your car? Oh, yeah, that, that seems totally reasonable. Now, that guy, he points to the guy on the ground, is going to need some serious therapy. That's out-of-network coverage. I don't know if we cover that. Do you cover <laughs> dental? Because I'm a rabbit, and I have, like, really big frontal incisors, so, you know. We can work out the details on that later. All righty, then. Free dental. Yay! Bat also, <laughs> also, didn't we need, like, good lawyers for, like, the legal stuff to keep the bad guys in the bad guy, in, like, jail? Look, and I, I don't I don't do the DA stuff. I could absolutely use my wealth to actually better the city. I don't do that. I fight crime individually. <laughs> What's the DA? I, I don't know anything about DA. I'm RR for Rabbit Rabbit, and then we got B uh W for Barbed Wire, and then we got Super Crud. DA stands for dumbasses. And I know what that is. I'm BM. <laughs> and with that, he flares out his cape and on his wings and flutters out the door. You've all, you've all solved my water stealing crisis puzzle. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight we have been joined by Chico Barrett. This was a. Harrowing experience. I I, I kind of wonder whether or not crime finds what's always crap. I wonder if it's worth all the fame and the glory. I mean, I'm getting free dental now, but may, maybe I should be looking for another type of he hero doing thing. I'm not sure. Cal slash super crud. Remember, kids, it's not a B and E when you're a hero. <laughs> and Barbara Anjali. In my left hand, I hold a potion that says, Lances of Electrical Ooze. And in my right hand, I hold a potion that's labeled Sustenance Deflection. I wonder what these do. I'll find out next time. 
Thank you all for joining us at Fire Breathing Kittens. I am terrified. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Yep, goodbye. I always forget, am I supposed to say something here? Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) It's that part of the show where we tell you about a podcast you might enjoy. Have you heard of CK and GK Podcast? This is what they have to say. Quote, Hey there, we're Caitlin and Jenny, and we live in Austin-ish, Texas. We're both married ladies, we're moms to some pretty rad kids, we're good friends, and we're teachers at heart. We talk often, and then in parentheses, Caitlin is known to be a one-ring phone call answerer, end parentheses, tackle serious topics and always end up cackling with laughter. We love to put our teaching skills to good use by discussing topics that moms slash non-moms slash general people want to know more about but feel too old or too weird or too clueless to ask about. We're here to help you learn with levity. Have you laughed today? End quote. Check out CK and GK Podcast.